Presenting Dan and Brave Presents, presented by Brandon and Dave. And now Danny too. An honest hand? I'm a country boy with an honest hand. Are we live? It's 94. Ah, oh, I get it. There was a method to his mad scientistness. <laughs> oh, are you live? Oh, are we live? Oh shit, are we live? Yeah, we're fucking live, Dirk. Oh. <clears throat> Come on. That was the song 1994 by Built for Spill. <laughs> now what's uh, no, <laughs> Boiled for Sleep? Boiled for Sleep. Who did the 1985 song? Bowling for Soup. Bowling okay. for Soup. Wait, what did you say? Built for sleep? Boiled for sleep. Boiled for I like sleep. boiled for sleep. Boiled for sleep. That's 1994's. Boiled for sleep. Um, Ricky Ricardo. Who's the guy from uh, the, the MTV like Headbangers Ball? Robbie Rackentire. I don't know. Robbie Rackentire? I wish I could tell you his name for real. I just know it's two R's. And Robbie Rackentour. Something like that. Hey, I'm Rock Robbie Rackentire. You're listening to the Rack. Wait, Robbie Rackentire is so. <laughs> You're listening to the Rack. <laughs> that was boiled for sleep. 1994. Number of the Rat, the radio station. Yeah, it's the Rat. Buzz off, or the Rat gets it. 95. Versus the rat. tail. <laughs> We're just gonna hit the tail off first. I still see then a we'll giant billboard the for the Rat. Really? Yeah. There is one somewhere. Yeah. Near here. Hey, that Rizzo dude from... Uh, uh, Rizzo the Rat. Yeah. Rat. From Greece. From Greece. He um, he should uh, sue. Why didn't they do a Muppets version of Greece? I feel like that was right up their alley. You know, Muppet Christmas Carol, Treasure right. Island, Greece. <laughs> <laughs> sure. One of the... Three greatest stories of all time. Yeah, like, you know how every year they make a King Arthur movie. The Bible. It's in the what public about the domain? Bible? Like they need to do a Greece movie every year. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the Mupp- Bible. The Muppets should tackle the Bible. I kind of, I kind of really like that culture of these studios still pushing out movies because they're in the public domain. Like Jungle Book, they just had that really good live action one, the Disney one, and there's another live action Jungle Book coming out this summer. Yeah, called Mowgli. This one's with no. with Andy Circus. Yeah, time. and it's like, yeah. what did they just As give him Mowgli? this? I forget no. how he's involved, but he he's is doing involved. the the mocap. Is he playing? Right? Well, yeah, I thought maybe he was directing this one. Maybe it was something. Oh, he could be. Yeah, it was something what, I read like, about Andy. Serkis. What did they just yeah. give him the same computers from the last? I don't mean <laughs> from the last. Like, like here. <laughs> what is he playing? Old man Og- Mowgli. <clears throat> yeah, old man Ogly Mowgli. Old man Ogly. <laughs> in the center of the ring, just like Andy Circus. <laughs> but what's funny is because normally they do that in the same summer, like. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Like usually, yeah. this is like two years apart. Like, yeah, we were a little Weird. late on rendering our animation. <laughs> <laughs> we just shot so much material last uh, yeah. movie. We decided to make a second movie. It's like the Anchorman uh, sequel, right? Was yeah, it like actually shot. 
during the first Anchorman. They had so much great Did they improv. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, they cut a second movie out of it. I swear to that you wasn't, know I'm religious, that wasn't man. okay. That wasn't all, Anchorman two though. But, but there is an actual Anchorman two. I swear two, to God, Dave. there is an actual Anchorman. Yeah, two. but there's a, there's like a there's an alternate, alternate movie. movie. Sorry, not like the official two. There's a second oh. movie that they. It's released. like Lion King one and a half. Because they had so much extra material that they shot for uh, Lion King. Right. Yeah. That they chopped it up into a second movie. Can you imagine being chopped that and screwed? <laughs> Can you imagine being the studio executive? Is like, all right, here's the here's what we got. King Arthur, but this time it's set in seedy London. Like, they, like they always, like there's a Robin Hood coming out. That's like a more. Yeah. They always do that. Like who is the one who says every five years we need a Robin Hood movie? Oh yeah, remember the Russell Crowe Robin Hood? I mean, I remember the trailer. I didn't see it. I saw it. That came out. Russell Crowe Robin Hood. I vaguely I saw it in theaters. I don't really remember it. You're gonna see the new one. It's with Eggsy from uh, Golden uh, from Kingsman. I love Kingsman. Yeah. I did not see the new one because I right. heard it wasn't. This has got to stop. Yeah, this has got to stop. Guys, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Guys, it's Board Bills 1994. I am presenter Dan. Hi, guys. Dave Dave This voice is shot. I'm changing my pronunciation of my name. Like it? No. <laughs> All right, and, Cologne. And, and, All right, uh, Dave Cohen. And I'm, and I'm your presenter, Brand. Oh, Ooh, I like shit. this. I, I finally like. I finally like this. Finally has a shtick I like. <laughs> finally has a shtick I agree with. Presenter. Um, we're gonna cut all that out before. <laughs> no, we won't. No, it's Dave boring. will keep it in. Uh, it's so boring. Um, and it's on theme. So should we talk about uh the setting this weekend? We're in a new locale for um yeah. while, while we're recording this. Host family. I'm with. We're at my host family's house. They're hosting us. While they're in Spain, and we get to run crazy in this house. AC was gone for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Finally got it back. Our boy Rich uh, set it up for us. What did he say? He said, uh, "My big and rich is uh, here to help you." <laughs> he said, "Like I'm gonna make it cool for you." Or something. yeah, he was like, "I'm here to cool down." Um, He's like, "Just don't call me Dick." <laughs> <laughs> they call me Tricky Rich. <laughs> he said, "I have big rich energy." <laughs> <laughs> Which is great when this comes out. That's about like a month, two month old Twitter well, reference. You know, cool energy. You need energy to cool a house. So anyway, anyway, we're here, different locale. We're at a at a uh, dining table. That's the the nicest thing we've ever recorded on. Yeah, we we have a chandelier giving us light. It's like a mini chandelier. Yeah, uh, and we're joking in ocean. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about that before. How we're gonna. Because it's usually Joe Curse and Oak and Oakburst, right? Or whatever. We're still in Oakhurst. No, we're not. Well, we're not, but we're so close to Oakhurst. Yeah, we're five minutes away from my last house. Okay. So this is the temporary HQ. So, so Brandon said, "Joking." Let's in ocean. get to the nitty gritty. Temporary <laughs> HQ. <laughs> Are we at a point where? Making HQ references is funny. <laughs> is that where we are in pop culture? That referencing HQ is funny. Well, it has been. Scott was like one of the most. He was named like one of the most like influential people on some list. Scott Rogalski. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Damn. So anyway, we're here. The host with the most. <laughs> we're here. And we're kind of like the host with the moist. <laughs> Actually, if the AC was off, we would be. Yeah. Host with the moist. Now we're the host with the comfortable. 
temperate. <laughs> Hi, we're Board Bills. You guys are bored. We did our job. Yeah, if you're bored, music. if you're bored, proof of concept. Now, here we go. <laughs> uh, we've been doing these 90s uh, board build uh, board charts for a while, and we finally stumbled upon the halfway point, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. 94, 95, halfway point. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're trucking through. So we're right smack in the middle, yeah. and uh, we've noticed some changes from last the last decade for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Like how it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wrote this down after listening to this chart. People uh-huh. are making these hits. The people that are making these hits are like they're making music for people who have, who have little interest in music. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm not saying that these songs are written badly. A lot of them are expertly written. Right. But uh they there's something soulless kind of very consumerist about these songs, I think. I think we're really getting into, like, we found out the form, the right formula. We know how to make music that will sell, and we're going to run with that. Like, it's very industry forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, it's I, like, more corporate. It's more corporate. These are very, very kind corporate of, yeah. hits. As much as I hate using that, yeah. It, I think it is, yeah. the 70s, I think it was, like, not as corporate. Right. This one's, like, I don't something know. corporate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about how purchasing music is different now. Yeah. You know, and that's, made, and that's had, probably why there's less number one hit songs. I feel like they did more market research and how to, like, what songs will sell, what kind of sounds yeah. set will sell. Yep. And they really. Uh, I talked about the Nielsen sound scan thing. Maybe that has something to do with it. W- yeah. So I, I don't even know what that is. Though. I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> just something I listed. It was just a buzzword. <laughs> so. <laughs> so CDs started in the. 80s uh-huh. they came in like i think it was like 84 85 um and i i think that this may be the peak i have no research to back this up but Perfect. i think i think around this time is when records were officially down yeah cds were up and portable cds were up and cassette i'm guessing and too? cassette too yes yeah. so but vinyl was down vinyl was down right Singles, singles were down because yeah, compact discs. That's, the biggest, that's the biggest difference. That's the biggest difference. That, difference. Singles are down, which, yeah. which makes sense with what we've been saying. Less yeah. hits, less yeah, hits because people one. are buying albums. buying albums. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, once You're, again, I have no data to back that up. But people are buying your very best albums, right? Well, well you and the, you have gut data. <laughs> Well, and and this is like this is like the big like also the boom of like big box stores like Walmart and BJ's where you had the best selling records, and so people would just go in and get the best selling yeah records and yeah. Mm-hmm. Gut data is the entire foundation of this show. Of Dan and Bray presents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the it's way, it's like you, a probiotic. Yeah. Like a you might data. hear this sound. <laughs> and just, hold on. What do we got? And it's not me kissing myself or. The other board bills. It's just my. Right. I switch water bottles, and it makes this like sucky sound. It looks nice. That water bottle looks pretty cool. It's Nike. Nike. It's Nike. <laughs> That's so Nike. <laughs> it's Nike. So it's a very fancy bottle you got. It's a very fancy bottle, and I'm a very fancy boy. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where we're at now. Less hits. We're gonna go back to us doing a couple of bonus charts mm-hmm. and we all have our genre of expertise right we'll get to that after the 
regular Billboard Hot 100 number ones, mm-hmm. but I think <clears> you <throat> should just bounce right into it. Oh my god! A heroic bounce by we, Brandon. Uh, where we ended ninety three, correct? Oh, by the way, John Ra is the sister band to Sun Ra. <laughs> this we played this in ninety three, right? Yeah. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, this is carried over. On no, the... her name is not carried over. Carried over. It's <laughs> Mariah Carey. Mariah carried over. Well, I was saying is it got carried over like a on the wings of an eagle. Cause, I don't know. On the wings of love. <laughs> uh, Mariah. So it's two more weeks in 94 at, uh, at number one. I don't remember how many weeks it was at in 93, at the end of 93. Um, a lot, probably, right? <laughs> it was a big hit. Yeah. I would say... We talked about how this is very uh, like high school recital. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. Girls just getting really into singing. Right. And like picturing picturing themselves as singers. Yes. Yeah. And this is like that song. And that's okay. And testing the waters, singing this song out at a talent show. Because of that, do you dislike it? Because that's the vibe associated with it? I never it? liked the song to begin with. I like it. I don't dislike it. I like I said I think I said this on the last time. You I'm guys... just so impressed by the right. by the song yeah. writing because I didn't know that she'd written yeah. written her own yeah. songs. It's a great melody. Um, I guess it's a great message. I don't know. But there's, uh, there's also better Mariah coming. It's, it's yeah, too schmaltzy, yeah. I think, for yeah. me. It's but I think schmaltzy. that's why I kind of like is that it, it sounds like a song like written by Diane Warren in the right. right in the in 70s. the late 1890s. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like the stuff that we've praised on this show before. Yeah, right. That's the thing. But we all have a little bit of yeah. a weird disconnect with Mariah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't still. Yeah. I don't like Mariah singing but this type of material. I'm, we're, I personally. I'm about to be connected with her more, though. The, the oh, yeah? Stuff you got out. some oh. personal... I got, um, I got connections. I got a story for you guys. I, I got, got connections. <laughs> no, I, I will say that... Um, so, this hanging over from the last year... Yeah. ...makes her having five years straight number one hits on the on the Billboard. Not friends. 90. She wasn't on 90. Yes, she was. That's where she started. She had two hits in the Are you sure? 90. Two hits in 91 or three. Why did I think she wasn't on she 90? She had one in 92. She had Vision of Love. She had two uh, last year, and this because it's the end, of, the end of 93, beginning of 94. Yeah. 94, technically. Same song as last year, but still on the charts And 94. Dan, this is why we won't let you still, open the show. Right. <laughs> anyway, I, have, I just wrote, who cares, you know? Who cares about All this All right, one? let's move on. Let's we move listen, on. We've listened to this already. Yeah. Ooh. This is where it really starts. Yeah, this ooh, is where the ooh year... Ooh is a very good description of how I feel. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> can, you, can we turn the song a little louder? Yeah. So I need to feel it a little bit more. Brandon? Okay, um, this is preferably my second ball sack. This is Brian Adams. I installed a second ball sack just for the song. <laughs> installed? <laughs> installed. <laughs> this is Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting, known as, I don't know, like what, the Rasp Trio? Like, <laughs> Do they have a name? No, I don't know. But like, oh, my, the Raspberries? <laughs> All for Love buddies. from the Three Musketeers soundtrack, and it went for three weeks. Three men, three weeks, three musketeers. Three words in the song name. I'm seeing uh, some overlap here. The, contempor- the Contemporarios. <laughs> uh, going in, I thought I knew how these three different famous singers' voices sounded, but now I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> because... Rod and Brian sound identical on this one, I think. Yeah. Sting sounds different than I've ever heard him before. 
I think he was affected by the <laughs> what was yeah. going on in the studio. He's yeah. like, yeah, I was saying. I think the reason Sting sounds different to me on this track is because he's placed against two gravier dirt roads throats, and uh, he usually records as a solo vocalist. And he must have just been picking up their energy. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like how I look a lot sexier and more attractive in Dan and Brave Presents group photos than I do in solo pics. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they... Um, so this is what... Just so you know, this is what the <laughs> four hours of prep was for. <laughs> no, this was like... A, I wrote this two weeks ago. It's like one of the things I did write two weeks ago. Uh, a more interesting and appropriate choice would have been Brian Johnson from ACDC. Uh. Instead of sing, of sing, instead of sing, <laughs> he should have won for sing. That makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> and they uh, they should have used a picture of their three throat cultures as as an album cover. All right. Anyway, do you guys like it? I like Brian Adams the the least. Uh, he sounds raspier and raspier as I yeah as the years he, go like, by. What's going on? His voice is like. You know what? Out of commission. I don't. Something. It's not a dislike. It's maybe more of a disconnect. Really? Brian Adams. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, I. I was like. I love that. Rod Stewart. Love Sting. Love the. I love Rod Stewart especially on this. I really do. I watched a couple of live Brian Adams performances on YouTube, and I was very just impressed at his vocal capability live. Yeah. Like it's pretty impressive. It's not for me, but yeah. Okay. As a man with a second ball sack, I'm impressed by the balls on this guy to get two giants in the. In the room with him, and it's like, guys, we're like contemporaries, right? We're like peers now. No, you're not. It's like it's Rod Stewart and Sting are legends. This guy's a yeah. He true. thinks he's a legend right now. <laughs> right. He's like the D'Artagnan of the of those three Musketeers. <laughs> this is like a um, a mom fantasy. This song, <laughs> like this is a '90s mom, like like alone in her a bedroom, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> you're, you're very right. Right, that's the vibe. Yeah. I'm like, like, like. <laughs> that's funny as hell. Like moms in the '90s hearing this song with their mom jeans on. I'm picturing them like at a concert, just grooving, just vibing. Yeah, maybe shoving their hand down their pants like at the concert while I, this is playing. Maybe like. shoving both hands down their pants. Uh, that guitar, that guitar solo. Uh, it sounds strikingly similar to Slash's first guitar solo from November Rain. If you guys are familiar with that at all, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds so much like it. Really? Yeah. Um, and I think my brother liked the song back <laughs> in the day, and he felt empowered by it. <laughs> so I think that's pretty nice. And Brian Adams also did a live version in 1994 featuring Luciano Pavarotti, Andrea Bocelli, Nancy Gustafsson, and Georgia Podrani. Uh, there's a lot of singers in that. Yeah. And he still thinks he's like, this guy's ball sack is huge because he's thinking <laughs> he's as good as the four tenors or how many tenors are there? Four tenors, right? He thinks he's a fucking tenor. So, yeah. This, uh, I'm going to pause it before we go to the next song. This um, guy thinks he's a tenor. <laughs> you guys have more you want to say about this song? Well, I, I did want to just say, do you guys know... <laughs> Do you guys God, know who, so much about this fucking song? Do you guys know who the three Musketeers were in the movie? I never saw yes, the movie. Yes, I do. I don't remember. Okay, go ahead. Kiefer. Kiefer. Stiefer? No, uh, <laughs> I forget who. I, no, Kiefer. I used to know. Tell me the second. Emilio. Time. Oh, that seems right. It's Charlie not, Sheen. Oh, Charlie oh, Sheen. Oh, really? Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. 
and Oliver Platt, and then Chris O'Donnell is D'Artagnan. Because uh, really, there's technically four Muslims. Yes. Okay, I was going to ask that. There are four Muslims. Yeah, so it's, there's always three. It's like, uh, uh, there's, uh, um, I could probably find it. It's like Athos, something, and something. Mm-hmm. Athos, Aramis, and I forget the third. And then, like, D'Artagnan wants to be a part of them. That's crazy, because what if their siblings were in it? Uh, Emilio Aceves, uh sorry, Donald Sutherland, and Rosie O'Donnell. Because that would have been a really interesting yeah. and movie. actually, I think better. And actually, in keeping the Save song, last names. The, the song should have been a little more accurate. Sting, because technically he's kind of the D'Artagnan, he's the younger one. So the, it should have been like no, no, Sting. No. Yes, D'Artagnan. Brian is the younger oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. Brian is the D'Artagnan. So it should have been Sting. How old is I think Sting is? <laughs> there was a baby singing. I wish, every the listeners, I wish the listeners could have seen the face Dave just made at, <laughs> just, just made at me. So, but wait, if. if if, te- if, they're, if they were doing this right, right, and Brian Adams was D'Artagnan, uh-huh. Rod Stewart and Sting were the two, who should have been the third? Brian Johnson or... Brian Johnson, But yeah. a, for legit, um, Don Henley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That would have been great. Right? That would have been Why the perfect Why Brian Johnson one. from ACDC? Well, I don't I understand. Was, no, because we were saying like, rasp. the rasp. The rasp. Oh, the rasp scallion too, style. Too extreme. No, that's no, but too Don, extreme, they, they, though. But I'm saying Sting is not rasp enough. Right. No, Don Henley's perfect. He's Don the Henley perfect bridge. Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Don Henley. So perfect, that's what yeah. they should have done. They should have done three, and then he, yeah. and then Brian Adams is the the young one. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, at the end of January, um, in music news, Danny's music news, the Supremes' uh, Mary Wilson is injured when her Jeep hits a freeway median and flips over just outside Los Angeles, USA. Uh, Wilson's 14-year-old son is killed in the accident. And who is this? Uh, Mary Wilson from the Supremes. Oh, shit. Damn. Um, and then... That's, I'm, some, I'm supremely sad about that. Yeah. Dave was in a similar accident. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Recently, uh, February seventh, uh, Blind Melon's lead singer Shannon Hoon is forced to leave the American Music Awards ceremony because of his loud and disruptive behavior. Hoon is later charged with battery, assault, resisting arrest, and destroying a police station phone. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was, it was going to be a similar thing to the Millie Vanilli thing, where everybody thought he was blind, but it came out that he wasn't blind, <laughs> and people were upset about it. Oh my god! Uh, but anyway. So this is The Power of Love by Celine Dion. Don't you feel the power? I spent four weeks on the charts. Um, I, I said to Dave before, I always thought that this was Air Supply, Air Supply originally. Yeah. But it's not. I don't think I've heard the original. The original. I've only heard her version. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Um, and I knew this song. Didn't know it was called Power of Love. No, me neither. I've always figured it was called I'm Your Lady or something. Like, like, or You Are My, uh, yeah, my Man. In parentheses. Yeah. And You Are yeah. My Man yeah. in parentheses. Right. <laughs> but it's about GD time that and we have a number one from Sequeen Celine. Yeah. Did yeah. we say how many weeks and everything? Did we do that? Four, first yeah. time? Okay. Four weeks in number one. Uh, we're in February. Right. Yeah, this is so... Exactly. This is the entrance of Celine Dion now and into these charts, into the this 90s. The, the tops. Yeah. Right. I'm sure she's, she's all, all right. over the charts, but right. not in this manner. Just the power female vocalist, that trend continues. Huh? You know, Mariah, Whitney. Yeah. And Celine's like, hey, guys, what about me? <laughs> hey, what about me? Um, I, I am I forgetting lo- somebody? Power female vocals so far? Paula Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny you bring that up. Well. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Continue. Uh, I love the Tron pulse in the intro. That like 
Tron Pulse. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I love the yearbook sentimental guitar licks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, so I, good. I, you're the, when I've known this song since mm-hmm. I was a kid, but I was very surprised by how kind of cool the production is for very, this type of song. It, it, you know, it's it, it's '94. It truly sounds like a 1990s tribute to 80s music. Yeah. It sounds like '90s in terms of like uh, the quality of it. Right. But it's 80s ideas. Arrangement and yeah. stuff, yeah. Right. I keep thinking it's going to go to um, Circle of Life. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It does sound like it's that. It's going to modulate to that next chord, but it, it does yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, That's a good call. Yeah. She's what you call one of those vocal acrobats. Yes. She has so much control over her voice. And if you watch live, so good. she introduces the band and always does like riffs as the instruments, <laughs> like that type of thing. Like She's a yeah. very great entertainer. Does she still have the Vegas show? I don't think she does. I don't know. So, the original version, Dave, is by whom? Uh, Jennifer Rush, right? Oh, this is my first time here. Kind of similar Pretty vibe. Cool. Uh, vocal styling to Celine. Yeah. Uh, kind it's of. A, it's almost like it's a, Celine did a cover. Well, I'm saying the way she sings. I don't know. So, let's, listen, <laughs> let's compare some choruses. Doesn't hit as hard. This is really good too. It's really good. <coughs> yeah. It's not that different. I never heard this before. And me and you, Dan, are not that different either. <laughs> We're pretty different. <laughs> okay, ha- here's the here's anyway. the air supply version. Is air supply? Oh man! Oh wow! Wow! Better than I thought. Cool. Super 80s sounding. Okay, I got two more quick ones. Laura Branigan, right? Oh, I no? forgot to put that one on there. Oh. I'll do it. Who is this? <laughs> what is this? Is it Bocelli? Oh, wait, I want to hear this. Wait. <laughs> they all do, always do the pulse. That's yeah. kind of cool. They're very faithful to the pulse. Um, Not Andrea's best. No. Here's the Laura Branigan. Love Laura. I have a, you know, I have a lot of sympathy for Laura. What, what, sympathy? What, do I know a big yeah, song of hers? Gloria. Oh yeah. She also sings. Okay. She also sings that song "Self Control." That's in the uh, Vice City soundtrack. It's a really cool song, actually. She's saying, "How am I supposed to live without you?" Oh yeah, we cover that. Yep. And the reason why I yeah. was saying that uh, I have sympathy for her because she has a real knack of letting people who record the same song as her put out versions that eclipse her versions in popularity. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. relevance. Wow. The last one I wanted. She's a town of being dunked on. Being dunked on. <laughs> wow. Um, That's great. Yeah. But but uh, okay, I have another thing to say too. Me or you? I just wanted to play one more. Oh, go go for it. This is because this one my mom used to love. This is Michael Crawford. Okay, the Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. Like he do, uh, okay. he always does like Broadway albums of like him singing Broadway songs. <laughs> okay, and he did this too. <laughs> Wait, here, listen. To- <laughs> I love that. It's so like dad. It's, it like sounds yeah. like um. Do they know it's Christmas time? Right, it's like very yeah. square. Do you hear that? Like the uh, that, those bells, whatever the bells. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always so dramatic. I just really enjoy that he did that song. Um. So what was he gonna say? 
one is Celine is essentially a very famous cover artist. Yes. An interpreter. Mm-hmm. While most interpreters bridge two languages together that we don't know, Celine interprets the universal language, which of course is music. And um, <laughs> another note, Celine Dion's version was produced by David Foster, mm-hmm. who also helmed Whitney Houston's cover of I Will Always Love You, mm-hmm. as he did with Houston, Foster had Dion stretch out the big money note as long as she could. Ah, got it. It's a good idea. He's like, come on. Give it to me. It Give it to me. Come Give on. it to me. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> We'd like money to extend notes. a Dan and Brave what? congratulations to David Foster for his uh, engagement to Catherine McPhee. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Catherine McPhee again? For American Idol. Oh, whoa. So there might be a bit of an age different yeah oh i think leslie was just telling me i think that guy's on real housewives david foster uh is he maybe i'm thinking of somebody else but oh yeah he he was married to yolanda hadid cool who's that like the hadids Gigi hadid bella hadid oh interesting yes still don't know but the name sounds familiar hey did do that hey did and he's worked with <laughs> he did <remember? laughs> Hadid. Okay. And he's he's worked with everybody. Yeah, like he's everybody. Very, very, very like from the seventies to the nineties. Madonna, Michael, today. Barbara, Josh Groban. We're gonna see his name again this year. Let's continue. Madonna, uh, David Michael, Foster, Wallace. Groban. <laughs> also, do you think Huey's steamed as spinach about that one? <laughs> power of love. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. What's the better power of love, Dan? Shut up. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Um, before we jump into this, um, middle of February is still where we're at. Um, not with this song, but with Celine Dion song. Uh, three surviving members of the Beatles secretly reunite. Beatles. They secretly reunite to In begin night. to begin recording additional music for a few of John Lennon's old unfinished demos presented to Paul McCartney by Yoko Ono with Jeff Lynne producing. The track Free as a Bird is released as a single in late 95 as part of the Exhaustive Beatles Anthology Project, reaching number two in the UK and number six in the US. Nice. Um, okay, that's everything else. Doesn't matter. Okay. All right. This, this is, is, this is Ace of Bass, The Sign, written by Jenny Bergren, Jonas Bergren, and Lynn Bergren, all the Bergrens. <laughs> also, Oof Elberg did some writing too. Four, four weeks at number one. Yes. Yep. Um, they are a another very successful Swedish band, so Dan's not allowed to like them because he doesn't like ABBA, so he yeah. can't like this band. <sighs> Fuck you. Because they're the same thing. Yeah. If you no, like this, not. you like ABBA. They're modern ABBA. Yes. It's the same aesthetic. It's so similar. Is it, is it the same uh, uh, co-ed chop-up? Uh, two I girls, think guys? I don't think it's 2-2. Two, two. I think it's 3-1. No, it's 2-2. Two, two. Two two, look at that, Daniel Stinson. So Dan can't talk about this song. God damn it, Abba's music is Shut less up, en- less enjoyable. <laughs> you guys played it for me and I didn't understand and I still don't <laughs> and I still don't understand. Uh, but I like this hey, song. Hey, Mama Me is about to come out. <laughs> Hush your mouth, uh, Danny. I bet this reminds you of doing cool stops and one foot turns, aka spending time at the roller rink. Those are those are two roller rink moves. <laughs> But this is a this is like a roller rink anthem. As, sure, you know we're a roller rink. We come from a roller rink childhood culture, mm-hmm. uh, and this is huge there. Personal anecdote: I uh, I originally heard this the lyrics 
as I saw the sun. It opened, it opened yeah. up my eyes. And it was about someone getting cornea damage from looking directly <laughs> in the sun. I think it, I heard it wrong because my ears were smaller back then. So they couldn't pick up the subtleties of an I sound and an A sound. So that's I'm, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've, always, I've always loved this song. Yeah, I I've, love all, this I've always loved it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so enjoyable. puts a smile on my face. You can um, kind of groove to it, you know, dance to it a little bit. It's just, it's so happy. You can move um, to it. I think there's another Ace of Bass song. It doesn't, it's not on any of the charts I've seen. All that but, she wants. Well, yeah, but there's another one I think I like even more. Okay. Uh, be- beautiful Life. The I song lo- was, I love that oh, song. yeah. I love that song. This song was always more just on the. On the outskirts of my, like I always knew it. it. I always heard it. That's a quick song. Yeah, yeah. It's not that long. I always heard it. I always knew it. I never had a personal connection attachment to it. To it. Yeah, <laughs> attachment. Attachment. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I never yeah. listened to Ace of Base. I never. It was just always a song just around that existed mm-hmm. that I knew and, and appreciated. Right. Um. It feels very accessible for kids in yeah. the nineties. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, very kid friendly, like Nickelodeon. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, I hear the song and I think like Nickelodeon for some reason. Um, we should be thinking about ABC. What, what, Full House was on ABC, right? I don't remember. I think so. so. Anyway, yeah. you should be thinking about ABC because the song has been covered in the TV series Full House, mm-hmm. in which fictional band Girl Talk, which is also a real band <laughs> later in life. Well, not a band, but yeah. Uh, a, ma- a band of a man, <laughs> man band, uh, yeah. led by s- character Stephanie Tanner. Mess they mess up the song during the performance, though. Um, it-, it was also Arista Records' most successful Billboard chart single in the label's history, selling over nine million copies in America, the most successful. Um, I just want to say I love the tropical melody, beautifully sung during the mel during the verses. One of the best marriages of sweet melody and sweet singing. I think it's very nice. And the keyboard lead sound, it sounds like a ghost who's starting to break out of his shell. That, that ghost getting a little bit more of uh, confidence. Kind of nice. A ghost with confidence. Ghost, could be out of the, ghost out the shell, not ghost in the shell. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I guess we should move on. Oh, well, 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 actually. Before, before, before we move on and jump into what we're about to do, Couple music news uh, headlines. <laughs> yes. um, Nirvana in March they play their final concert in Munich. They broke up. Um, Frank Sinatra receives the Grammy Legend Award. His acceptance speech is cut short, and and other artists and other artists upset by this action criticize the producer's decision during the show, including Billy Joel, who takes extra time to perform his song, "The River of Dreams," noting that he is wasting valuable airtime. That's I like that. Yeah. Uh, also in March. Doesn't uh, make him cool, though. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, just to be clear, still not cool. Um, in Rome, uh, Nirvana's you know, Kurt Cobain laps, lapses into a coma after overdosing on Rohypnol and champagne. Kurt did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, U.S. Supreme Court decision, Campbell versus uh, A Cuff Rose Music, Inc., rules that parody can qualify as fair use. Um, the case Rudell was the case it. was spurred by Two Live Crew releasing a parody of the Roy Orbison hit "Oh Pretty Woman" without mm-hmm. a license from the publishing firm A Cuff Rose Music. So basically, like sampling, if it's parody, there's like there was like a fine line. They, basically, Two Live Crew wins the the argument. Uh, okay, it's kind of interesting. 
Um, March 18th, Courtney Love calls the police, fearing that her husband, uh, Kurt Cobain, is suicidal. Police confiscate four guns and 25 boxes of ammo from Cobain's home. Wow. Um, it's Pink Floyd news. Who cares? Uh, I do. I'm a big <laughs> Floyd fan. All right, fine. Uh, end of March, Pink Floyd embark on what would be their last world tour before their breakup. The record-breaking tour supports their Division Bell album, with the band playing to uh, 5.5 yeah, 5. million people in 68 cities and grossing over 100, uh, $186 million. Uh, you're right. I wish I didn't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I told you. Um, let's see. I guess one more thing I can mention. Madonna on Late Night with David Letterman at the end of March. Oh, this is the famous. Yeah, she appears on it, making uh, headlines appearance. with her foul-mouthed, profanity-laced interview. Robin Williams later describes the segment as a battle of wits with an unarmed woman. Wow, come on. Yeah. I guess uh, Robin Williams doesn't think Madonna's witty. Well, he's dead. Jeez. Oh, Damn. <laughs> Damn. R.I.P. R.I.P. Brandon, you uh, you good? Is it okay over here? Brandon stepped away from the mic. He got uncomfortable with my music news. <laughs> it's his least favorite part of anything we record. His, no, if I was you if you were to see his face every time I start reading the music news, he is annoyed. No, that's usually by the last episode. You were I'm okay. <laughs> Just wait till ninety five, then I'll be annoyed. <laughs> Brandon, All right. you were engaged. Congratulations. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So um, let me uh, let me kick this off for us, and then we, we can we can jump in. Okay. Guys, from April 9th to April 30th, there is a song that hits number one for four weeks. It's a song that we all love, all three of us. We do. We, we genuinely love this song, but we're in an interesting situation currently. It is Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. It's a classic R&B jam. Um Obviously, a big hit, hit number one. We decided not to play this song on the show because of what's going on with what's been going on with R. Kelly the last year or so. The stories that have come out, he has—I don't like to say turned out to be because <laughs> I mean maybe or was, confirmed. To yeah, be. right. He's confirmed to be just a terrible dude, not a good person. Um, you know, the stories that have come out about him basically enslaving women kind of within right. within his entourage um did you read about it it's a really it's a really messed up story uh we decided not to play his song because we don't when you play a song of somebody accused of these things even in a very small way like on we use spotify to play these songs you're still supporting this artist so we made a decision not to play the song but we could still talk about it um do you guys have anything you want to add to that before we just no, talk about I the think, song? I thought that was uh, well said. I just want to say more like, aren't Kelly? Because <laughs> guess what? We aren't playing his song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Brandon. That's all I got. Yeah, anything you want to? I, I think I think we're gonna top that, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna come back to this discussion in 1995 in a in a in a different way. Yeah, which is where I wanted. Re- I yes. want to put my kind of. Not spin on the right. situation, but how about one cent now, one cent later? <laughs> um, Making two cents. Nice. This it's for a lot of people. I think for our appreciation and mm. and love for our Kelly's music. Right. This is what I want was to talk seen about. a little maybe like oh it's like, like ironic because it's funny and, and yes a lot of his yeah. music has a level of humor to it. it. Trapped in the closet, you know, is funny yeah. and entertaining. Yeah. 
but we we also just genuinely enjoyed his music yeah uh, in terms of a musicality you know his level of songwriting and his vocal performance we it wasn't yeah. just you know three white guys thinking that this is funny yeah like we three white guys okay okay sorry <laughs> the listeners at home just to clarify dave is not white <laughs> um i would totally. accept a two and a half white <laughs> two and a half white guys um Definitely. I mean, we we were obsessed with him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that was we, one of our bonding. Like, uh, like listeners, you, you need to understand. Like, you know, we, we talk about Michael a lot on the show. If not for this stuff coming out, like if this hadn't come out, you would hear us talk about R. Kelly a lot more uh, yeah. on this podcast because we we've listened to all of his albums. All of his, I've listened. I've listened to all of his albums multiple, multiple times. times. So like, we like, all saw him live yeah. at Bonnaroo. We see. Yeah, we saw him live at Bonnaroo. It was an insane show. He released like fake doves into the crowd. We thought like, he died. We thought too? he died, yeah, at the beginning. <laughs> he, he came down from a... I don't like even, a, crane. a crane. He was up yeah. in a crane he above the He was up in a crane mark. above the show. He opened the show with uh, with ignition. Right, and um, then the song abruptly stopped. Yeah. And he was several feet in the air, and it stopped for like maybe two minutes. Yeah. And I thought... I think a lot of people thought that he fell. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. It was insane. And no yeah. fake dove could save him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no. His talent is. Un- he believed he yeah. could fly. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he he believed he could fly and he can't. His uh, talent is but, undeniable, but unfortunately, he's just not a good human being. Not as, doing uh, a lot of know? great stuff for the yeah. community. No. <laughs> so we'll t- we'll come back to this in 1995. So yeah, but anyway, but, and, but uh, one more thing, I, I I'm just gonna say it right now, and I'm not gonna say it for the end of the show. I, if not for these things coming out, I'll just I'll just say this: this would have been my number one song for this year. I'll say, uh, I'll say it right easily now. for me too. without question this would have been my number one really song for this yeah year. Uh, if not for the way w- what's happened to him recently it would totally yeah it, it would be my top insane, three at least it, it's an insane song but um i guess what we can say is r i p r i p bye goodbye all right let's move on <laughs> so this is i swear well do you want to mention that what happens the sign charts again. Oh, yes, you're right. So yeah. after uh, Bumpin' canceled, uh, the sign comes back. Bumpin' fined. <laughs> uh, yeah, the sign for two comes more weeks, back. so it, it receives the, uh, the, long, the long-missing the long Grover Cleveland Award. Right, the Grover right. Cleveland Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we're in the I Swear. The first of the 90s? The first of the, of the, the, first 90s? Of the 90s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it hit number one again. Congrats. Um, so how many weeks for I Swear? Eleven weeks. God, massive! It's, I didn't know. I didn't know that this song was that. Eleven, you said? Yeah, a huge it's a, hit. Holy, yeah, this I is swear. this is May twenty first. So like right after Memorial Day, yeah. all the way to the end of July, July thirtieth. The dog, the or no, before the dog days of summer. Dog days of summer are in August. So right. Pre dog days of summer. <laughs> this is what was bumping. Right. Insane. Um, okay, so this is also, this is also produced by David Foster. Mr. Hadid. Uh, <laughs> some of these songs on the, these charts from this time period bring me right back to the feeling of being restless, restless, uh, uncomfortable in the backseat of a hot car. This is one of those songs. I like guess I'm squirming back there. I don't really <laughs> like this type of thing, but it's I'm inundated by it. I can't, I can't escape it. Yeah. Uh, but who, who, who could forget the uh, classic Grammys bit when Dave Letterman, who was hosting that year, 
gesturing from this group to Sting, Rod Stewart, and Brian Adams says, All for one, meet all for love. Yeah. All for one, meet all for love. And then he chuckled to himself. <laughs> That's really great, because I was actually going to just make a similar joke without knowing that Seriously? that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah I don't think I... I'm Do you know the reference I'm trying to go for? I mean, no, I didn't watch the 94 well, Grammys. Uma, meet Oprah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> well, he's also referencing the song, you know, that we just talked about. Right, I, I know. I yes. thought he was talking about a real thing that happened. No, it's based on a real thing. Okay, ain't nothing but the real thing. Uh, yeah. So this is this is all for. <laughs> I almost all said all for, for love. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is all for so love. It's all hyphen four hyphen one. Yes, yes. the number four. Like, the number not four. spelled out. And the word one. Yeah. Yes, that's the number one. Um, and this is also oh, yeah. <laughs> not W O N either. It is O N E, but spelled out. Yeah. This is uh, this is also a That's cover. Funny. Yes. Oh yeah. By John Michael Montgomery, Montgomery from the year before, 1993, topping the country chart for four weeks in February 1994. He did it first. He hit it first. Because it was a hit. Ray J. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he Ray J'd this song. <laughs> he originated it. <laughs> um, I didn't know. I, I, I'm familiar with this version just because I went through the country charts of 94 and this is on it. Oh, okay. oh nice. Uh, um, I didn't know this was first, though. That's funny. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they, they took the power move and started the song with I Swear. The song doesn't start uh, like all, all for ones gotcha. does. So I wonder if that's why it was such a bigger hit because this is pretty unremarkable until yeah. you get to the chorus probably. Right. And right. they just go, I swear. Also, swearing, pretty controversial. I was going to say this is a puny weakling song because they say they swear and yet there's not one curse word on the track. <laughs> no, but like... Bullcrap. Bullcrap, yeah, Danny. When, when being a kid... In, in the swear. 90s, like, like saying that was you would get in trouble. For yeah, yeah. Like, you now, don't, just, don't swear. Don't swear unless you yeah. really mean it. Yeah, like I swear. No, especially for uh, swear me to and, my my mom. Me and Brandon. Oh no, it's ninety four. Probably not in Catholic school yet. Not yet. Um, you would but, think, but swearing to God. Yeah, big no. You would think that <laughs> this, I promise you, would have been a bigger hit before I swear because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, right? You gotta <laughs> elevate to the <laughs> right. You swear promise yeah. first. Weird. Like you promise, I swear. Oh fuck, he really means it. <laughs> no, I swear. I didn't know that, that voice is still more problematic than me saying three mm-hmm. white guys at a table. <sighs> it's it's Danny after dark. That's what that voice is. Okay, I uh, have no problem with it. Um, Danny doesn't have a problem with it. We're good to go. Uh, I give no, you no. clearance. We were watching. This is not, maybe a weird reference to make. We were watching Big Brother last night. Yeah. And he didn't say he he's like he's like, I swear on my dad. What, <laughs> yeah, what did he on keep my saying? dead dad. I swear on my dead dad. <laughs> that what character was that? Well, that was Swaggy character. C. It's Swaggy C. It's a, well, Swaggy C. Kind of is his character. Swaggy yeah. C. His real name is Christopher. He's like yo, I swear on my dad. Like he kept saying <laughs> that. Like, um, pro- um, problematic. I apologize. That's what was said though. Okay. Also, <laughs> uh, um, I think my parents had all for one CDs. Okay, but I, wanted, I didn't yeah. really um, remember that they're the ones who sung this song. Sang oh, this really? Song. Yeah, I don't. I knew about them, but I didn't know what their song was. 
Um, I, I thought want... this was like boys to no. Uh, so sorry. I thought this was like ninety eight degrees. I wanted to bring it back to all for one. So they're uh, I can see they're a uh, would you call them a boy band? Yeah, or an R and B group. They're kind of like um, Color Me Bad. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah very right. similar makeup. Different ethnicities within I think the group. So, yeah. I think so too. And is it four? It is four of them. Yes, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I believe that. Yeah, so they're a R and B and pop group, not a boy okay. band. All right, well, they're probably already men. <laughs> man band man band um, man ba- band i i like this song it's a classic um i don't think it's too played out yeah i don't i, I it, again it makes me feel uncomfortable i don't like about really yeah there's something I about like this, this it's mm. like a malaise song for me this falls into my boy band obsession category like okay. where uh, okay. I, I associate this with other boy band type songs that, yeah. so, so i love it yeah i kind of uh, agree with you where i with who? I knew that it was all for... Dave? Listeners don't know who you're saying. Dave, sorry. <laughs> okay. I, uh, <laughs> but uh, voyeurs I, do. At a certain point... Yeah, voyeurs. At a certain point, I, I knew I that it was all for one. <laughs> so, I, at a certain point, I knew it was all for one, but I, I, I also thought maybe not 90 Degrees, but like Westlife or uh, yeah. one of those other bands. Like a LFO. <laughs> LMFAO. Um, okay. Let's move on, I think. So, uh, April, the body of Kurt Cobain, yes. lead singer of Nirvana, this was coming. is found Knew. alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is dead. Three days before, he's uh, he's legally he's alive. declared um, legally declared to be suicide from a self inflicted gunshot, supposedly. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. Courtney Hate might know something differently. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, towards the end of April, Adam Horowitz of the BC Boys is sentenced to 200 hours of community service for attacking a television cameraman during funeral services for actor River Phoenix in November. Oh, sh- 93. Shoot. Uh, shoot. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. May 2nd, Los Angeles jury finds Michael Bolton along with co-writer Andy Goldmark and Sony Music Entertainment guilty of copyright infringement over the song Love is a Wonderful Thing. The song is ruled to be too similar to a song of the same name by the Isley Brothers. So Michael Bolton's getting sued. Oh. Um, huh. In May, the Rolling Stones arrived by yacht to a press conference in New York City <laughs> to announce the Voodoo Lounge tour kicking off in the suburb. It sounds like such a funny visual. <laughs> um, May also, Pearl Jam files a complaint against Ticketmaster with the U.S. Justice Department charging that the company has a monopoly on the concert ticket business. Yeah, this that, was a big deal. That's pretty this, cool. This was Who a is big this? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. This, this okay. was a big thing in the uh the Ticketmaster stuff started then and really was not resolved until ever. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh Ticketmaster making us ticket slaves. Okay. I'm si- I think I, I, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to make you feel like shit. Uh <laughs> uh let's see. In May, Tupac begins serving a 15-day sentence in a county jail for attacking director Alan Hughes on the set of a video shoot. Um, I mean, a lot of alt, alt alternative rock music stuff. I don't want to pick, pick too much into one. that. Um, or none there's of a lot. Yeah, we'll do none. Um, <laughs> okay, end of May. Here we go. Jackson Family Podcast. Michael and, Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley are married in the Dominican Republic. Uh, the DR, um, huh? They're about to star in a video together the following year, which I'm excited to talk about. Um, Eagle stuff. Who cares? Okay, June. Lee, uh, Lisa left I Lopez of TLC in a domestic dispute with partner Andre uh, Risen. Risen uh, sets fire to his shoes 
the fire ultimately spreads to the mansion they share and destroys it. Right. The subject of a song that we're gonna about to cover. Right. Is that this year? No, it's, uh, it's 95. Next year. 95. It's, yeah, she, I think, raps about it. Uh, George Michael loses his legal bid in a London court to be released from his contract with Sony Records. George Michael having a tough time into the mid-90s. About to get even better, though. Things are about to get better. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. What are you referencing? I don't understand. It gets much worse for Michael. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. It definitely gets worse for him. He's like, referencing sarcasm. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, there's a lot of cool stuff, guys. I'm sorry. End of June, Aerosmith becomes the first major band to premiere a new song on the internet. Uh, over 10,000... It's Aerosmith. That sucks. <laughs> uh, over 10,000 CompuServe subscribers uh, download the free track Head First. That's the first song on the internet? It's, I mean, well, titally, it's a major band. Major Titally, it makes sense. Um, Head First... <laughs> <laughs> Tidally, um within its first Tidally, totally um 10,000 CompuServe subscribers download the free track headfirst within its first 8 days of availability. Um let's move on. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I love that guitar. Like, oh man. I love it. So this so is cool. um this is Stay by Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories. 3 weeks on the charts. Stay. Apostrophe. I missed you. Apostrophe, I think he means parentheses. Sorry, yes. <laughs> parentheses. Have we talked about this song in another show we did? I thought maybe we did. No. Um, I think I played a Lisa Loeb song on something. Oh, One, yeah. I think That's I, what it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, I always think of, uh, I think I, I might have mentioned this in this other episode too, um, Hot Tub Time Machine too. Right. Yeah. You know, the reference to this song. Uh, Craig Robinson performs it and make and pretends it's his original song. Yes, such a funny. This bit. is the that this is the one he goes back. One yeah. of the ones that he goes back. Right, and it's such a funny claims. pick. Um, classic female song. <laughs> female. <laughs> God. Classic female song. <laughs> what, do, what do I want to say? It's like the, what do I want to say? I think you want to say that. <laughs> you tell me what I want to say. <laughs> you say this is the classic. <laughs> You say classic female song. Is this the first appear? Okay, maybe this is because in the '90s, you know, you had Liz Fair, you had Lisa Loeb, you yeah, had yeah. Annie DeFranco. Um, Alanis hasn't blown up yet at this point. The first right? appearance this- of like an alt singer sing- songwriter on yes. the charts. Okay. Number one charts. Okay. Okay. Um, a I better think- way of saying what I said. Yeah. No. It's- I believe the Alanis album came out '95. '95. Mm-hmm. So we're just okay. uh, right before then. Um, this uh, actually lost to I Swear for the Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Group. Mm-hmm. Um, music video directed by Ethan Hawke. Right. It's from the oh. Reality Bites soundtrack. Ah, okay. And Ethan Hawke was a good friend of Lisa. It's Ben Stiller, right? Reality he, Bites? Yeah, yeah, Ethan Hawke recommended this song to Ben Stiller. It's actually the only U.S. number one hit by an artist who was not signed to a label. Loeb had no trouble getting a record contract when the song took off, though. She signed to Geffen Records. It's music to my earlobes, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> more like Very Lisa good. Frontal Lobe. <laughs> Very good. Wait, hold on. Uh, uh, wait, I had a joke Man. like that. More like Lisa Frontal Lobe because she's really smart. Okay. And that's the part of the brain where smartness comes from. I'm just not that good at these type of jokes. I don't like... And my mind doesn't work that way. Um, she 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 sits. Dave goes okay. 
<laughs> she sits. <laughs> it was like, I don't care, Dan. Okay. She sits perfectly in the chair where easy listening and alt singer songwriter meet. This combination easy of easy listening. Okay. <laughs> forget, <laughs> forget about it. Who cares? Uh, I feel like uh, Vanessa Carlton might have heard that pause, song pause, right? at least once or twice there. Very Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very Carl- and like Michelle Very- Branch, like that later. Yes. Yeah. Well, another thing. Do you guys remember that song as a kid at all? No, I don't at all. N- not really. I no. remember. I I know it more from now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and actually, I, yeah. I don't remember. The, I don't at all. I, I only remember that initial hook, not the rest of the song, like the chorus or anything. I guess uh, it's because it was more of an adult, like yeah. Gen X, like young adult thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, I for some reason like I don't remember that at all. Well, no, actually, just oh. just the word you say. That's what I mean. That's the part that, that I remember. I don't yeah. remember that. That, but, um, just but those I don't two remember words. The, exactly. just those two words. That's it. Me you too. Say. Exactly. It's so funny that like how that happens yeah. with like some of these '90s songs, especially. You just remember. Yeah, because because we're, we're we're little kids at this point. Exactly. And you just remember like those like little things. She's That's also true. shown up on a bunch of comedy. In the comedy world, yeah. like she made the cameo in Hot Dog Time Machine. She was in AP Bio this as herself. Yeah, this yes. current like on, on, on the yeah. season one. Mm-hmm. She was in. Um, oh, she showed up in something else. I can't remember what it was. Is she, me- is she memed out? No. no, no, no. But she she has shown up on a bunch of stuff like Mad TV, Any Dick Show, okay. and like that. Nine stuff. stories. Cool. Say no. I know, but come on, come on. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh wow, she was the voice of Mary J. Watson in the Spider-Man cartoon series. Very cool. All right. Um all right. And so what? three days later, Kirk Cobain rose from the dead. <laughs> um skipping ahead is a bunch of news. Who cares? Um mid August, uh, Woodstock ninety four. It was a big thing. Um it's held that's <laughs> you know, a big thing. Held in uh Socrates, New York. Um as with the original nineteen sixty nine festival, attendance is swelled by a high number of gate crashers. While heavy rains <laughs> turn the festival grounds into a sea of mud. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, Metallica, Aerosmith, Bob Dylan, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Red Nine Hot. Inch Nails. <laughs> uh, Red Hot Jelly Peppers, Peter Gabriel. I didn't know Peter Gabriel was there. That's pretty cool. Um, that is very cool. And Green Day are among the many performers. Green was Day, it, was uh, it Primus? Weren't they? Was that 94 too? Maybe. But Green Day slung some dookie, right? Nice. Or It was really mud, but it looked like dookie. Um, right. m- more alt-right. <laughs> I said alt right. <laughs> I meant to say alt music. I said alt right. More alt right attendees uh, than more, any festival. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, more alt right news. Probably. Uh, that's really funny. That's just what's on my brain. Um. All right. Let's move on. Let's alt right. Listen. It's time let's to move mo- on. Time to move on to maybe the. Is this the biggest song of the decade? Weeks wise, it might be. Fourteen weeks. Fourteen. Right? I'll make love um, to you. How many weeks was I Will Always Love You in Houston? It was close. Uh, I don't have the number. It's up there. 13, maybe? Yeah. yeah. This is the biggest one yet, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, by Boyz II Men, written by Babyface. Right. Okay, this is uh, from their second album. They're Called in their, Two. Yeah, they're in the Roman numeral two phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men phase to come later. <laughs> so it's from August 27th. <laughs> All the way to November 26th is oh, is this song at number one. Wait, what's the start date? August 27th, week, that week. End of summer, the dog yeah. days, I guess, right? Yeah. Into uh, 
fall. Halloween. It's a, this is the fall hit. <laughs> like it's the all of the fall. The song and is number those, one. Guess what? Those panties are being are falling too. Wow, great. Nice work. Me and you together there. Okay. That was good. <laughs> I didn't do much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very similar templates to their earlier hits. End of the road. Uh, karaoke level instrumentation yes. and production value. That horn in the beginning, it's Big, like, whoa. Regal French <laughs> yeah. horn thingy. What the fuck's going on with that? Yeah. They could have bumped up that. Definitely. But I guess they didn't have to. Yeah, like, they I didn't was, have to. I was almost so much. I didn't remember that. You know, I have no, <laughs> I have no recollection of that clunky of an intro. Right. To almost, to cite a Brandon and now a Dan and Brave reference, I was almost like, like re-tricked by vibes because I've been obsessed with this song um, for so long. I've always loved this song, but then I, re, you know, re-listening to it for this show, I'm like, oh, the production is shit. Uh, like, like the production is not that yeah, good. Yeah, it's not that good. Like um, I was way, I, I was more into this song in high school. I love this song. And some, now I listen back to it, I like it, but it's like, oh, what's going on with the production? Here? Yeah, it's like, a, yeah. it's like a little trick by vibes, a little meme like mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, the reference that I keep thinking about is from Kimmy Schmidt when Titus sings this at the funeral instead of End of the Road, and it's like very... <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, oh, really? um, Titus is so funny. One of the lyrics is, pour the wine, light the fire... Girl, your wish is my command. Genie. These boys, not yet men, are really into their Aladdin. They love their Aladdin. Aladdin probably came out this year, right? Ninety. So ninety-one, actually. Yeah, earlier. Or, way yeah. earlier. Yeah. Ninety-one. Wow. And um, it kind of sounds Disney yeah. in general. It's a Disney style yeah. production, vocalization. It's like a sexy song, but it doesn't feel. Like lyrically, subject matter is se- it's sexy, but it doesn't mm-hmm. feel sexy, really. I don't know. What do you think? You don't think it, it feels sexy? No, nah, it doesn't make me feel sexy. At no, all. I uh, think because of the okay, pro- <laughs> so okay, doesn't make you I don't feel, feel sexy at all. <laughs> I it's think a very sexy song. It it is, but I for do them. think that part part of the part of it would be it, it needs a little better production for yeah. it to really get that sexuality. It sounds so karaoke. You like that? Speaking yeah. of Disney, it's a little goofy. It's a little goofy. Why do you think it was this big of a hit? Uh, I think it's because it's sexiness. Yeah, it's very, it's on the nose. In fact, in its message, uh, some of okay. the some of the lyrics in this baby making number were deemed innocent enough to be used for a heart song by the the Penguins in the 2006 animated film Happy Feet. Gotcha. Produced by Babyface. When I was young, when I was a youngster. I took the name very literally and thought he had some kind of disease that guaranteed his face looked like a little baby's. And I was, I was kind of afraid of him. And like I, a, I actually thought that like he didn't want to be shown. Like a Benjamin Button type? Yeah, like that. he, like, <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe my brother told me this, but I, I, just, I seriously thought that was a literal name. Like, he's got something wrong with his face. It's too babyish. <laughs> That's really funny. I love that. Um, I wonder why I still it was. like it. I, I, I like it too, but I, 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 I do too. Yeah, but I do. I it, it lost a little bit of its luster. Yeah, actually listening to it rather than yes. existing in my memory. I agree. Actually, I, we all have the same exact uh, viewpoints. I do wonder if the reason it was so big is because you know R and B really is getting its day, and and Boyz II Men is just a very accessible yes thing for 
you know, audiences that weren't listening to R and B. Yeah. So it was they're very, very friendly. Like like <laughs> they're very friendly. <laughs> yeah, friendly to everybody. I love that. What I'm I yeah. love that. Yeah, they're very friendly. It's like, not overtly sexual, but right. it's sexual. Remember um Freak? Is it Freak Me or Freak You? I wanna get so, freaky with like, you. This is so much yeah. more tame yes. right, right. than that. Yeah. And this held on to the imaginations of old people, little people, everybody. Well, and it does feel so like it, it feels so square time. because when people it's say like square. I'm gonna make love to you, people are like, ooh, don't like don't you know what I mean? Like it's always like like oh yeah, it's don't like, say call it making love, like have say fucking or having I'll sex. Make you fuck know? with you. <laughs> So I think that it was, it was accessible for maybe even some of the church crowd. Yeah, because it wasn't it was it wasn't doing dirty. It was making love. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I, going I, away I, I from. I totally agree. By the way. Okay. Now, <laughs> now going from G rated to R rated on bended. Knee. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> God. <laughs> the song is even farther okay. away from being R-rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I so written- I was talking about blow jibs, <laughs> blow jibs on on one knee, a one knee blowjob. <laughs> you could be like uh, your other foot could be on the floor. You know, like when I'm like doing a, like a lunge, yeah, position, yeah. but your yeah. kneecap actually touches the floor. Yeah. So, so this is on bended knee by Voice of Men. Two weeks on the charts. Written and produced by Jim Jam Terlute. Jim Jam Terlute. Jim Jam Terlute. First back-to-back number ones that I've picked up on, at least. And they are yeah. truly on the Roman numeral shit. <laughs> yeah. It looks like two number one, like Roman numeral two, looks like two num- number ones stacked up right next to each other. And that's exactly what they did on the charts this year. Uh, I really like this one because it's them stepping forward and away from that safe end of the road template. Uh, they excelled singing over in the past years, but for something more modern, forward, forward thinking about this production that I like. I like it. I like this production yeah. more than than I'll make love to you. Yeah, it sounds uh, me better. too. I oh, 100%. I love, Originally, I, I love this. Song. I, so this yeah. is right in my yeah. So when I, I was looking, yeah. when I was looking at the chart and how this, you know, um, thr- dethroned, uh, all my love to you in my head before listening, I was yeah. like, yeah. this song, like, this had no right beating that. But then yeah. when I, um, upon revisiting, yeah. I'm like, actually, yeah, yeah. Did. Hey, shave off some of those weeks and give it to this song. I well, agree. Actually, oh, the verse is really, really, really nice. You get, yeah. Really sensitive. You get, like the vocals. <gasps> There's a part coming they, up they where time it's very tasteful. Dude, right here, this vocal coming in a second here. It's so unbelievable. It's so good. Right here, right here. Oh, this uh, is so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. My God. It's just 90s of the decade of these remarkable riffers. vocalists and riffers. You know what? Yeah. 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 70s is all about guitar riffing. Yeah. 90s is all about yes. vocal riffing. That's right. Yeah. Who in the 80s, like, this incredible of a voice at the, the forefront that we talked about? Daryl Hall. Whitney and Daryl Hall. Realistically, true. Daryl's not this good. No, Whitney is. Oh, Whitney. Well, Whitney, yes. Actually, Whitney not even Whitney on is. this level of riffing. This no, is like, this is no. This like forward, even more yeah. more progressive in riffing. That, this than is more Whitney. show-offy than Whitney, yeah. Whitney was. Yeah. Uh, this is this one I knew from the era. Billy Ocean. Uh <laughs> But it was the first time I heard it in probably 
a Roman numeral two decades. <laughs> Elton John on That's What Friends Are For. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Jam, sorry, Jim Jam uh, said, our thought was that they sing what we'd like to call begging songs really, really well. And when they played us their album and said, we want you guys to add something to it, we didn't sense that there were any begging songs on there. And so that's what how we came up with On Ben and Bean. Yeah, it's, it's begging. It's begging. Give a dog a bone. Yeah. Uh, good. Like, I think uh, in 92 I said how they sound like they're whining. Yeah. Like epic whining. Right. And that's, what I guess, what, that's what their translation of the begging song is. Right. Like, they yeah. can just admit that complaint but make it sound good mm-hmm. uh, the video for the song has crazy where are they now appeal playing, <laughs> <laughs> playing the love interest of the band members are Kim Fields Sudi from Facts of Life Lark Voorhees Lisa from Saved by the Bell Victoria Rowell Drukula on the Young and the Restless mm-hmm. and Renee Jones Lexi of Days of Her Lives wow it's like a VH1 special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's surreal life. <laughs> so good. Yeah, this is just a vocal Tor- showcase. Day. Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> Trophy case. Yeah. And it keeps going. <laughs> nice, nice work, Dave. All right, I think we're good for this one. An amazing song. And it's been good to us. And eh, we can end it now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in uh, news in October, um, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant, uh, No Quarter Unleaded, premieres on MTV. The Unplugged concert special featuring the two former Led Zeppelin bandmates was filmed to accompany the release of the album of the same name. Uh, you got more news? No. Shaggy knockoff bullshit. <laughs> Although I think Shaggy. this came out before Shaggy. Well, when's Boombastic? That was like his I, early hit. Is it Mr. before Mr. after? Mr. Boombastic. It's in the 90s at some point. I, I don't know. I don't care. He's ripping off Shaggy, and I don't care. I don't like it. Uh, really? We but, didn't actually yeah. say what this is. Yeah, so this is really? Here Comes the Hot Stepper. It's Inny Kamozi? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, the Hot Stepper is Kamozi's nickname. It's a Jamaican term for a man who is on the run from the law. You really don't like the song? I, I enjoy it. You know what? I enjoy this. I maybe was in a bad mood I think the first fine. two times I've heard it. No, I, I, I just it's don't. Fine. I just like, really I don't, don't a, care about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My heart does not have enough room for this song in my in it. Okay? I'm a very caring person, but I can't care about this. I'm too busy caring about the children across the world and poor people and everybody. Certainly a weird steal from boys to men. Weird that like this came up Especially at, to, yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, this is a common theme on this show. People, the end of the year, these songs kind of slip in there and get yeah. to the number yeah. one. And I think our theory holds up of it being Christmas time. What year? What? Uh, but more people are purchasing things around Christmas time. Yeah, but songs from throughout the year, Christmas songs, other things that are not music related. They're spending more money on like other gifts. Also, it's been a pretty emotional. Okay. It's been a pretty emotional year, like four months of music, and yeah. so maybe this needed a little. Well, I think it was from a movie, right? It says. From, oh, is it from Ready to Wear? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? From Ready to Wear. 
Oh, I have, yeah, it's a movie. Oh my god, it's okay. Wait, it's it, uh, a chronicle of the interconnected lives of a group of people in the lead up to Paris Fashion Week, directed by Robert Altman. Excuse me, what? Yeah, uh, Sophia Loren, awesome. Kim Basinger, Stephen Ray, Rupert Everett, what? Lily Taylor, Forrest Whitaker, Julia Roberts. I probably would love this movie. There's so many people in this movie. Anna Nicole Smith? Is that real? Wow. Interesting. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, and, all right. and it's obviously sampling the old Land of a Thousand Dances. I got a piece so bad. Me too. Go ahead. Well, we're at the end of the chart. So Dan, um, maybe do your... Uh, yeah, do your end of the year news. Yeah. New Year's Rockin' Eve, baby. We're, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> um... December 31st, the 23rd annual New Year's Rockin' Eve special airs on ABC with appearances by... What kind of guesses you got, Brandon? There are, on Wikipedia... Boys to Men. Five people listed. You're not going to get any of these. <laughs> I'm gonna be the, you're not going to get them. Never mind. It is... No, Boys to Men not included. Um, Melissa Etheridge. Okay. The OJs. Okay. Salt and Peppa. Okay. Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, wow. Yeah. And John Cicada. <laughs> oh yeah um <laughs> oh my god okay now what's what year keep going i'm gonna look something no I'm, I'm, I'm done with news there really wasn't too much interesting stuff i mean there's some from earlier in the year some like alt music stuff um i don't really want to do that since you know what Do- dookie comes out this year green day it's a big album um you know a bunch of other things you know Weezer. you mentioned john cicada and the song that you and I love came out in 1992, which means we're past the, the time to play that on the show. Right. So I think now's the opportunity. This is the side podcast called John, what should we call this? The side podcast, the John Cicada podcast. Oh, while Dave's in the bathroom? Yeah. Um, damn it. Oh, the song is called Just Another Dave. Just Another Day. So maybe Just Another Dave or uh, just oh, without no, he's Dave. coming back. Um, Sorry, guys. I had to empty out my dick Clark. <laughs> Um, What's going on? We're just listening to some John Cicada. Cicada boys. <laughs> is, this on, like, is, this, or, like, is there a reason for this? John Cicada performed at the New Year's Rocking Eve. <laughs> nice. We got to get to this chorus. <laughs> so, really, what's going on here is me and Brandon's moms specifically. This is my dad. This is your dad. Okay, so my mom loved him loved all of his music and then she would play it in the car a lot and that's how i i don't think my dad i think my dad just had the cd okay I don't okay think- here's the chorus all right mm-hmm. oh, so good yeah very good God, I can remember. Just the, for whatever day. reason, him specifically just brings me back to being a little kid. Yes, this song <laughs> yeah, is so, so weird. Much. Like also summertime cicadas. Yep, John <laughs> right. Cicada. Right. All right, turn it off. Yeah. All right, we gotta end that. Um, can Weirdly we take enough, a, my we, parents didn't listen to that, and they're really into Mark Anthony, Ricky Martin, all those guys later on. Yeah, okay. like later '90s, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that my mom loved all my, that too. My parents would love that too. I don't know why they did. Yeah, yeah. maybe they did secretly. Maybe they did. I, yeah. Alone. <laughs> um, maybe that's what was going on. So, do you want to keep recording while I go? You uh, take a break, and you guys uh, form your own secret show, or do you want to take a quick break? <laughs> Peace style with Dan. <laughs> why don't we take the microphone with you to the bathroom? No, yeah. what? Let's get some you... streaming content like. <laughs> <key>. <laughs>
I don't okay. know what to do. Well, do whatever you guys well, want. What else can we? Is there anything else we can talk about at the uh, end right, of the year? Be right back. Um, Dan, I'll be right back after these messages. 1994. Where were you? In 94, uh, it was like, what five or yeah five turning six. I don't remember anything. Were you that. in kindergarten? Must have been. I know I did preschool. Must have been kindergarten. Must have been pretty young, pretty dumb, uh, full of cream cheese and Ovaltine. I never had Ovaltine as a kid. Uh, really? Yeah. That was one of my favorite uh, drinks. I would only request Ovaltine, not water. I thought water was was bad. I don't remember ever drinking water as a kid. I didn't, I don't think. <laughs> I didn't at, at all. I drank milk, milk, Ovaltine, juice. Yeah. Nothing else. It's like they didn't push that on kids. I know. You have to drink water <laughs> as That a sucks. Kid. That's why my skin's a disaster. <laughs> All right, so should I go first since I have the sound plugged in for these yeah. other charts? Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing our bonus charts right now, right? Yeah. Is it still recording, Dave? Yeah. Okay. We talked about 94, Ovaltine, milk, and water. Yeah. All right, so so far all the R&B hip-hop charts have been very large, 20-plus mm-hmm. songs, kind of like the actual chart. This year it's only nine. Um, part of it has to do with Boys to Men. Part of it has to do with Janet Jackson. I will not be playing those songs. So finally, after me avoiding him, because he's been on this chart like every year, <laughs> we got some Tevin Campbell. That's so sick. <laughs> awesome. You know I'm obsessed. And I love this song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great song. I forgot about this one. This is Can We Talk. Yep. I know the song. I don't know it yet. I knew that riff. Waiting for the vocals. Brandon, did you do a mix of the different R&B hip-hop charts, or did you pick from one specific chart? This is the R&B slash hip-hop chart. That's okay. Usually I pick and choose from this and the rap chart, but I didn't. Okay, the R&B hip-hop chart. So it's for the listeners, again, this is your first episode. It's, um, what, what is your name presenting this chart? Oh, shit. Um, Tuspac. 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 Yeah. Okay, presented by Tuspac. So these are songs that hit number one. I guess one. we should think of a more R&B name for him to have. It's just R&B. I don't know. Well, I'll think of one while you guys talk. Okay. So I really like this song. So it's a chart that, it's these are songs that hit number one. On the hip hop and R and B charts for 1994, specifically. Yeah, love this vibe. Tevin um, Campbell appear, uh, recently appeared on our Power Hour episode for being the voice in uh, or the, the song Powerline from a Goofy movie. Yep, and then, Powerline. And then, Powerline. I, sorry. And then I brought it back in our one year anniversary show as well. Right. Yeah, because uh, it's such a great song. He's a great voice. Cool artist. I think Dave, you said he's associated with Prince in some way. He was a Prince protege. Okay. Yeah. And uh, on. Prince's movie Graffiti, Graffiti, sorry, Graffiti Bridge, which mm-hmm. was supposed to be a, a sequel to Purple Rain, mm-hmm. same character, the kid he was Prince was playing. Uh, Tevin Campbell has a song on it called Round and Round that was produced by Prince. Cool. And uh, I was saying that he was, this was before his voice changed, uh, 
due to puberty. How young? Yeah, I was because in this picture he looks very young. He's still pretty young. He was like 13, 14 when he did his first song, so he's uh, probably still a teenager. Yeah, I would say he definitely is a teenager. I don't think so. he ever really blew up as much as people thought he was going to. Yeah. He really didn't. Yeah, he seemed to constantly be, be bubbling under the surface yeah. of... But he was like, through. there was a lot of, um, uh, I guess, hype surrounding him. Yeah. Like, he's going to be the next big thing because he's such a talented little kid. Yeah, he was born in 76, so he wasn't even 20 years old in nope. this song. Damn. He's 18. Does it make sense that we didn't do our rankings for that chart? No, I think we do that at the end. I we, don't think we do. One episode we, we did. Do. One episode we, we went waited. back. One really? episode we did before. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay, so matter. anyway, Sorry. number two. <laughs> Let me see you go back. I, said, I thought we aren't playing R. Kelly. Who's this? Is it R. Kelly? Guess what? No. <laughs> but our conversation that we thought we were going to have... Huh? Come on. Oh, I don't know what this is. Really? Is it Leah? Yeah. Who's it? Uh, oh, Aaliyah. Is it? Yep. Is this from uh, her? Oh, it's produced by R. Kelly now. Yeah. Is this um, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number? Yep. Jeez. <laughs> That's which is like uh, expli- explicitly referencing their relationship. Right. Which is yeah. why after we were having that discussion, I was like, we were going to get to this in the next episode, which yeah. we can touch on, but... 95. The point I was going to make, kind of with R. Kelly, is not everybody is going to know everything about music production and songwriting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of people out there may be having that, you know, the hashtag mute R. Kelly, and, yeah. but maybe don't know that... He, this was R. Kelly, basically, right? Written yeah. and produced by and married to yeah. Aaliyah, and the album "Agent Nothing But a Number" in direct reference to the fact that she was married to him. Right. And listen, for listeners, if you think we're being hypocritical here, because now we're playing this song and supporting R. Kelly in some way, we are Kelly. <laughs> I get. Look, if you want to make that argument, and you don't, I wanna, think it's and, fair. And too, you don't yeah. like that we're doing this. I'm not going to. I understand that. But at the same time, what, what we were talking about before we started recording is that it's not right to take away from Aaliyah and her talent and right. like like to just not play this song because R. Kelly produced it, but you're punishing Aaliyah. Why right. punish Aaliyah? That's, I mean, that, that's, I that, think that's mean, the way I could look it. at it either way. Yeah, yeah, you could look at it both yeah. ways. And, and my point and, and kind of the reason why I wanted to play it is you can be as diligent as you think to, you know, take all these people out of what you support, but still miss something because you just don't know. Right. You know, like I said with Dr. Luke and writing Wrecking Ball or producing Wrecking Ball and producing the Katy Perry song. Yeah. So maybe you don't know that and right. you don't know that you're directly supporting something. So, you know, it's just something to think about. But you but you do know and you still play this song. <laughs> well, I wanted to make that point. So, uh... I had a hard... So... Let me tell you all that's left on this chart. Okay. There's a Jodeci song. There's an Escape song. We have I'll Make Love to You, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, Anytime, Anyplace, uh, TLC Creep. So things that we're going to touch on and Wait. have touched on. Why didn't you pick the Janet Jackson song? Because we've listened to that. No. What song by Janet? We played that song on this podcast. Oh, uh, okay. On like the podcast. Numerous okay. times. No, I would say maybe Twice. once, if, if anything. No. I yeah. think, yeah, well, definitely fair. on one of my power hours. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because it's the the um, 
the Kendrick song. Yeah, that never got released, though. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's okay. Well, then in that Who case, cares? fine, because I was having trouble picking my last song. Pick this fucking song. It's brilliant. It's maybe the best Janet Jackson song. We're a Janet Jackson podcast. What song again? I'm sorry. Anytime, Anyplace. Okay. You will know it immediately. Yeah. It's Poetic Justice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great song. Oh, you know what I was thinking of? Yeah. I was re- thinking of when we referenced this in Spotify. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Because oh, Dan yeah. has had the same realization like three times now. Where it's like anytime, anyplace, and we say Poetic Justice, and he goes, oh. Yeah, it always happens. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm the worst with song titles. Dan, you gotta be a fan of this. Yeah, I, lo- I love this, of course. Then put your fucking phone down. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I need to. <laughs> this is coming to me soon. I need to do something. Okay, so anytime, anyplace, uh, from the Janet's album, released in '93, uh, was it last year? Again, and what was the other song that charted? Um, no, at number one. Oh, oh, uh, um, yes, yeah, sorry. I love. I uh, got till it's gone. No. It's the love one. Oh. Why do we keep That's the way love goes? That's the way love love goes. goes. Yes. This is... Okay, this is the third of those... Of that album that's a classic. I think that album's a little spotty. Yeah. But those songs are among her best. Maybe her... Yes. Yeah. In her top ten. Spotty five. Spotty five. This is incredible, man. Incredible. It just advances that, that sex groove that we heard at the end of... The Rhythm Nation album. Yeah. And, uh, if this hit number one on the main chart, this would be my favorite song. Oh, me too. Like, without question. Right here. It's not even close. You can get it. You can get it. You can get it. You can get it. And then no, just no, just no, just no, just no, just what you want. Oh, sorry. But what, yeah. I mean... I don't, I don't want to take away from Janet, but that what a great use of this song, Kendrick. Like, Holy shit. Pretty, yeah. Using oh, yeah. that empty space like brilliantly, but this song is but amazing. But using empty space in this song. Oh, exactly. It's it, like... I love that choice. And it, it allows for these... It sounds like... I don't know what that sounds like. It sounds like animal... Sex. Well, like, like, like a, a lion just like... <laughs> a lion... Animal sex. <laughs> <laughs> moving its head like... The right, like his his bone cracks a little bit, like or, or creaking in the, in the <laughs> neck. Are you talking about like a lion statue that it would be like? No, like a lion is like looking back, insane. creaking its neck. It's sexy and it's lioness, and it's great. Yeah, doesn't get better than anytime. Any lion esque. Did you play three songs already? Yeah, you were busy on your phone. No, you were busy well, I know. On no, Janet, Tevin, Tevin. phone. You should go first, actually, because you're going twice. Janet, Tevin, what am I missing? Janet, Tevin, Aaliyah. Oh, Aaliyah, right. Okay, I forget that the weird three choice by Brandon. <laughs> what a weird call by Brandon doing that one. <laughs> Brandon continuing to be the most controversial member of Dan and Brave Presents. All right. R.I.P. Aaliyah. R.I.P. 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 Plane. R.I.P. Plane. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> Why did we do that? That would be that. That was good. That's like one of the hardest to explain laughs ever yeah, on the yeah. show. <laughs> okay. 
right. Really okay. good that they fixed the air conditioning, too. It feels great in here. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't, right? <laughs> no. Maybe he didn't fix it. Guys. Maybe that's what he did. Danny's taking a break. I, um, I would like to reintroduce everybody to uh, your new host for the Dance Club Charts. Oh, we didn't think of a name for, for Brandon. We did. We said Tuzbach. Yeah, yeah but we needed hip-hop. more R&D. That's hip-hop. Um, I'm going to look through, because you guys threw a bunch at me. I'll look them up. Okay. Um, I am Dan. Oh, Brandy. Bran- Brandy. That was gonna. Yeah. That was also one of my picks on the Brandy. chart. Right. Maybe I should have picked that instead I of am, Leah. Sorry. I am Dan hyphen E, Dan E, a.k.a. Dance Tinson. <laughs> so, uh, Dance Club Charts, let's, uh, let's kick it off here. Know it. You know, know it. You know the song? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I didn't know this one. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I know it. Wait, maybe I don't know it. Do you guys have a guess who, who's singing? Oh, uh, yeah. It sounds like um, was it someone who hit a number one before? Yep. Yeah, it's uh, the crazy voice lady. Come on. I can't think of her name. That's weird. Four non blondes? No, um. Listen to the chorus one. Yes! Yes! You know what I'm talking about. I know too. Uh, 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 Taylor. Taylor Dane. Yeah. Oh, that's your guess? Oh, that's kind of what I thought. I thought it was Dane. Guys, this is a different way of being tricked by vibes because it's Celine Dion (gasps) doing a dance New Jack swingy type song. What? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that cool? Is this from her album, The Color of Love? Um, I have it. Yeah. Oh. So I was pleasantly surprised to find this on the dance charts. Me too. A fun, dancing, New Jack Swingy type type, type vibe by her. Very cool. Wow. So um, two weeks on the dance charts. Most of the songs are one week, so the fact that this hit two means it's better because almost every song is one week. (laughs) Um, July 2nd to July 9th, so right midsummer from the Color... Color of My Love album, 1993. Um, third, it's a third single from the album, written by Peter Zizzo and Jimmy Braylauer, uh, produced by Rick Wake. Um, Men? Rick Wake, yeah. yeah. Uh, chorus gang vocals, you know, big time in the chorus. Oh, big time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's in her gang? <laughs> Anybody we know? Uh, who would be in Celine Dion's gang? Dion. Other Canadians. Dion Warwick. <laughs> Other like French Canadians. Uh, Leonard Cohen. Uh, her, her husband, her Rene. Husband, yeah. Um, R.I.P. Uh, lyrically, she's uh, about, she's leaving this dude. He sucks. You know, one of the uh, quotes is, if you, th- if, you, if you think you're in my head, you've been seriously misled. <laughs> uh, and that's the name of the song called Misled. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like Trick by Five. Misled. Right. <laughs> it so, does yeah. sound like Taylor Dane, though. It bit. does. Yeah. I know, but Celine Dion. Okay. <laughs> Very no, cool. But it is Celine Dion. Okay. I checked. Wait, do you, are you sure this is Celine Dion, though? Yes. Okay. Okay. Shut up. Here we go. Got another one for you guys. This is. Okay. This is cool. Yeah. I was Isley Brothers. Just. Okay. Just. Wait for some of these vocal parts. I, I can't wait for you guys to hear this. This kind of sounds a this little cowboy. This is Katie Lang. Oh, oh hell yeah! Okay, just wait. Just give me just. I love silence Katie for Lang. a second. Trust okay. me. Just trust me. 
Ready? Ready? And then those are the Dan eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> There's one more chord that I like. Uh, right, right, need here, right here. I Listen. need it right now. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, Damn it! I needed that. <laughs> Brandon, that was my Dan eyebrows that Brandon has referenced before. God, I really um, wanted to get those on film. This that is, is so good. I know. Isn't this amazing? That's it, the whole song just keeps repeating that. It's it, really yeah. It's awesome. Pretty cool to be on the dance charts. This kind of a song, yeah. like really I didn't interesting. Know she I didn't even um, know she danced. <laughs> <laughs> so, "Lifted by Love" is the name of the song by KD Lang. Also, I didn't know it was KD. I never knew that. It was KT Lang. I thought it was KD. All one word. It's Brandon's filming me right now like a dick. Um, one week at number one of the dance charts, August twentieth from her album. Oh, I'm sorry. It's from a soundtrack. Yeah, the movie's called "Even Cowgirls Get the Blues." Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, I know that one. It's Uma, a, I think Uma Thurman's in that. Yeah, it's a rom-com from 93, directed by Gus Van Zandt. Okay. Um, Interesting of, to note real quick, just uh, her d- those descending harmonies. Yeah. Very much like her other big song, you know? Yes. Always. Yeah. That's her thing. Bear, that's her, it's, maybe that's because... That's her Katie thing. <laughs> that's great. Nice. Too many um, of those. those, those this was written by Katie Lang and Ben Mink. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just obsessed with the vocals and the vibe of this one. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I love this. It's not even, I wouldn't even consider it a dance song. It's on the dance charts. I have an even crazier example of a song on the dance charts next year, but we'll get there. Um, I got one more for you I guys. I think I, that's more of like horse, horseback music. Right? <laughs> Galloping music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love um, it though. I really, yeah, really uh, love this. Is this is cool. Yeah, I knew you guys would like this. this I got to yeah. go deeper into Katie Lang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, does she want that, Dave? She might not want that from you. She pro- I know she doesn't, for sure. But Unreal. I just say I love, I really, every song I've heard by her, I'm yeah. I'm taken to a different place. That I know I've been to before, but I don't know what it is. All right. You want to move on? Yeah. Yeah. And then next one is a dance classic from the 90s. Wait, a dance classic? Like a dance? Oh. Yeah. Couldn't not cover this year, not hip, hip, cover this song. Too big. Hip, hip. And on a holiday. <laughs> oh my god. Why have I never put that together? God damn it. This massive smash. Good one, Dave. Okay. I love this. Yeah, it's amazing. So this is... Energizing. Another Night by uh, Real McCoy. Um, one week, October 1st on the dance charts from their album, Another Night. Um, my parents had this album. So this got a lot of play in my house <laughs> really? growing up. Yeah, my parents had really this McCoy? album. Huh. <laughs> um, so I know this and a few other songs I'm very familiar with by Real McCoy. And then the best part here... <laughs> Whoa. So yeah, so, so they're foreign, huh? So, <laughs> written and produced by Jurgen Wind, or 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 <laughs> so good. So or Jay Wind, he goes by Jay Wind. He should go by Jurgen Wind. I know exclusively. Um, and then the other people. It's also written and produced. Um, other people in the group. Frank Hassas. He goes by uh, quote unquote Quick Mix. <laughs> that is and, maybe better. I don't. And I don't know. Olaf Jiglitza. Um, <laughs> it's the best-selling single by a German act in a, in American history. They're German. Wow, very cool. So Jurgen Wind is the is the voice we just heard. That's him. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Just another night, another vision of love. Yeah, he's a German guy. Um, this was a bigger hit there, and then it got brought to the U.S. So this is it's Did usually the case out, with uh, these songs. Maybe maybe a year earlier. Or something? Yeah, usually that. Yeah, I think yeah, so, something like that. Those. Yeah, this dance is huge and with that kind of yeah, it's a huge scene in, over in Europe. I would accept an argument that this is the best dance song of the '90s, like number it's one. It's up it's, there. It's huge. Like it's such a good it's song. Uber classic. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, unless you guys have anything on I me, mean, that those are that's all I, I got for my. Yeah, we can move along. Yeah. What else was on the, the chart that year? Oh yeah, that's thank you. That I have that too. Okay. Um, another vision of love. <laughs> Should I go next, and then you? Cap, and then I'll, yeah, let's cap do it that. off. Okay. Um, another song from the Bodyguard soundtrack. Um, there's been a few on the dance charts from the Bodyguard soundtrack. Whitney Houston, Queen of the Night. Right. Uh, Queen of the that's Night. A, that's a fun one. I almost picked it. Oh, yeah. Is Whitney's oh, yeah. cover oh, yeah. on there? Um, maybe not this year. I'm Every Woman. Maybe that was last year. It might have been last year. I yeah. Am every Woman. Um, A Deeper Love, which is from the Sister Act 2 soundtrack by Aretha Franklin, um, which... The fact that Aretha is also on these charts, that gets me into another conversation I want to have in 95. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we'll get there. I can't wait. Um, there's a Juliet Roberts. That's an artist on the dance charts. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a couple more that were really good. Oh, 100% Pure Love. You guys know that song, Crystal Waters? 100% Pure Love. I'm back in the middle and around again. 100%. Uh, at least don't know your version of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, we did. Um, another Mariah song was on here. It was. It wasn't that good. It's called "Anytime You Need a Friend." Um, Sounds bad. A CC a CNC Music Factory song was on here. We've talked about right. Yeah, that's uh, everybody dance now. Yeah. Um, there was another huge one. Oh, Gloria Stefan, turn the beat around. It was also oh, yeah, yeah yeah. It's the a fun one. Around. Um. Oh, and. What keeps happening every year is songs from bedtime stories by Madonna. Yeah. And there's lot. even there's more in ninety five. Like a lot. so many chart and they're all okay. Yeah. They're not yeah. that great. That's the like I want to include them and then I listen and I'm tricked by vibes. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I listen <laughs> they're like the, the one that was on this year was called Secret. i Oh, Secret's good. Oh no, Secret's great. My, My baby's got a secret. I don't think it's as good as the other three I played. That's a more popular one, but I love that song. That's a good song. I mentioned it because I do like it, yeah. but I, I think the other three were worth mentioning more. Fair, fair. Um, fair. And then another Ace of Base song was in this year, too. It wasn't that good. Um, called Living in Danger. But yeah, that's... You know uh, why they're called Ace of Base? Because of ABBA, Ace of Base. Really? No. <laughs> I would have believed you if you would have said, yeah, Dan. Ace of Base. What are we on, three hours? or? <laughs> uh, Who cares? I don't care. Uh, hour 45. Eh? <laughs> Should have had it just booted up already. And David, who is presenting the um, adult contemporary charts? When we do adult contemporary, my name is Adult Adult Rock. No, it's a uh, <laughs> not Kid Rock. You get it? Okay, so it's it's uh, Grown Cologne. Right. Because my last name is Grown Cologne. <laughs> Grown hyphen cologne is your full last, full name. last yeah. name now. Um, <clears throat> so what I picked was uh, I think I referenced the first song that I picked last year because this is actually a hangover song. 
it charted end of 93. Mm-hmm. But it kept going into February 19th. No, it kept going to February 26th, actually. Uh, it's called Said I Loved You, But I Lied by Michael Balaton. Written and produced by Michael Bolton and Robert Mutt Lange from the album The One Thing. Who also produced um, all the Brian Adams shit. Yeah, that. Yeah. And Def Leppard. Uh, Bolton still ruling the adults. He's got them in his little hands. Oh, big hands, actually. <laughs> he rules the adults. He's got a whip on them. The title seems like it's going to be a joke, but I think he's serious at midnight about this. But have you heard this song yet? No. It's a good It's a good vibe. Listen to this pre-chorus right here. Sounds familiar. I like this vibe. Yeah. I'm excited for the chorus. Maybe you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> no, it's still pretty good. Just <laughs> a little guitar. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God, it's one of the most adult picks yeah. that you've had. Yeah, it's insane. It's He's so lame, but I love it. Listen to this. Dumonet. How do you say it? Dunnunmen. Whatever. What do you think if Bolton was in the All for Love? Bolton could uh, He's not appropriate for that. No. <laughs> I think he's very appropriate for that. Like, <laughs> he doesn't fit. <laughs> not a good fit. So, uh, they should have next- Kenny G in there in the All for Love. <laughs> the third voice, or he could have been—he could have been in the fourth voice. Uh, so, this next song I'm going to pick is pretty important. You just mentioned her; it's Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's a song called "I'll Remember," and it hit June 11th. Uh, stayed on the charts for four weeks. Mm-hmm. It's from a movie called. I didn't write it down. No, no. The uh, the movie's called With Honors. Um, but this is uh, produced by Madonna and her old friend Patrick Leonard. It's the mid-90s, and former youth icon Madonna has shifted her sound to adult contemporary. She's prepping for motherhood, starting by acting more maternal with her own music. And Mommy, I love it. In just two years, she would become a true blue mother... Dearest with Baby Lords born October 14th, 1996 uh, with Latin X lover boy Carlos Leon. <laughs> lover boy. Oh. Do you know this one? Kind I don't of. know this. I never knew this one until. What's it called again? It's called I'll Remember. There's another song from the 80s that it sounds like and I can't pinpoint it. Yeah. This also it. has that pulse, yeah. the Tron pulse. I think I do know this song actually. So this tender ballad represents one of Madonna's many transformations. This time, 
in an effort oh, to you know, you know neutralize her of? overtly sexual image. Which I'm thinking was, of sorry, sorry go, go which was in full force uh, two years earlier with the erotica album and the release of her her book, her coffee table book, Sex. Sorry. No, no, no. I, you, I was listening to what you were saying. Um, what else? Yeah. Hasn't come out yet, but what this reminds me of, I just thought of it, the chorus. Yes. Easy way out. It's already That's what I was thinking. Of. Celine what is Dion. That? Celine Dion. That's the way it is. Oh. Don't give up on your man. Interesting. I knew it sounded a little familiar. To believe. That's where it changes. That's where it misses. Interesting. What came out first? Uh, I think that's this. the way it is. Was after it was this. later. That's the way it is. It's probably like '98 or something. Yeah. Um, it's. I, I love this. By I the like way, this a lot. Yeah. Really, really Wait. cool sound for her. 2007. Oh so no, way. no, it's not. That's the way it is. Oh, I'm sorry. 1999. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that's the way it is to not come out. When we were seniors in high school. <laughs> <laughs> 99. Okay, I was close. I said 98. It sounds like a song that would be used in a Diane Lane movie <laughs> when she's ready to take a big leap forward in her ordinary life. <laughs> uh, co-written That's by good. Richard Page of Mr. Mister. Oh, cool. And weirdly enough, Tia and Tamara Mori from Sister Sister. No, but this is that's kind of cool though. You weirdly the, enough, <laughs> and wild and weirdly enough. No, it sounds like uh, Mister Mister a little bit, which makes sense because he he wrote in he wrote it. Did he? Yeah, Richard Page from Mister Mister. That was the real thing, and the second thing I said was fake. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on. Move on. Uh, this song you guys will definitely know. It's very 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 famous. Cool. It is a song that charted for one, two, three, four, five, six, Little seven, buddy. eight, nine weeks, and this is kind of interesting because I don't, I don't think you would think adult contemporary at all for the song, but uh, it had to be on some chart, mm-hmm. so I guess it fits this bill the most. Uh, Hell yeah! All I wanna do, yeah, by Cheryl Crow. Amazing, great call, dude. So good. Uh, produced by Bill Patrell. Who produced Black or White by Michael? Uh, we know that Cheryl and Michael have a connection. connection. Cheryl was a backup singer during the Bad Tour. Right. If this was on the dance charts, I would have absolutely included it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I always love this bass line. Me too. What a fun song, man! It's so good. So interesting thing about the song. My yeah. old, ba- I had to in one of my old bands. We had to do this really long cover gig and and. So- requested this song so hard to mimic because it's the her sing songy nature oh the talk yeah so, talk, yeah. talk singing same yeah. thing with very difficult like yeah. one headlight wallflowers like you have to have like a, yeah. a tone in your voice to carry that like, and it's just so her yeah just need a talkie exactly in the chorus so, so cool uh this is a good clean fun yeah and name a track with a cleaner sound like this is a really good fidelity wise sounding song yeah yeah sounds so clear and clean country spun disco extremely similar to the atmosphere that was created on stuck in the middle with you yeah oh, yeah big time very good call and this is like the 90s version of girls just want to have some fun mm-hmm. all i want to do is have some fun Those, i didn't like, know this song was this old 1994 baby i didn't know that i thought it was a little newer like late 90s 
Gerald Curl is really quality 90s music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was almost going to nominate her album. I mean, I was considering nominating her album that this is from. I, I would have loved that. album. Instead of fucking Radiohead, I would have loved that. <laughs> I know. Believe me, I regret it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm very much kidding. I'm excited to do that. Joke. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't? No, I'm very excited to do that. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. But this is from Tuesday Night Music Club. Listen to the album. Uh, is that the name of the album? Tuesday Night Music Music Club. Yes. Cool. Maybe that should be my RV name. Tuesday Night. Tuesday Ooh, nice. Night. Nice, Brandon. Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. Maybe that should be my R&B name. Oh, Tuesday Night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, little buddy. And that was little buddy. And now we're all going <laughs> um, on to little bit. Apologize for the length, but not really. But not for the language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys. Sorry, Mom. We are in bonus chart territory now. Boom. So wh- which charts have we done so far? We've, we've uh, As bonus charts. We did alt-rock. We did alt-rock. Alt <laughs> we did alt-rock both years? I think so. For 92 and 93 is when we started. Because mm-hmm. those were the years that started mm-hmm. the main Hot 100 not having as many songs. It dropped from like 30 to like 12. Mm. It dropped south. So for 1994, I did my research. I listened to the mainstream rock chart. Ah. It was horrible. <laughs> Maybe one song I enjoyed. Oh, 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 fuck. I'm sorry. Can I say like what else was charting that year? I'm so sorry. I, I, thought, we did, the, I thought we'd do that at the end. No, I'm saying for my, my chart for adult contemporary. Oh, yeah, please do. I'm sorry, saying sorry, Power sorry. of Love also made number one yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Now and Forever by Richard Marks. Okay. Whatever. Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John? Uh, Adult Contemporary. Mm-hmm. I know the kids love it, too. A Wild Night. <laughs> so. <laughs> John by John Mellencamp. Okay. Uh, his cover of, of the uh, Van Morrison song, and I'll Make Love to You right at the end of the year. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Mainstream rock chart. Brutal. Really bad. Um, the only song I liked on it was probably uh, Soundgarden, uh, Black Hole Sun. I like mm-hmm. that song. Um Alt rock chart, a little better. There were a couple good songs. No better. Um, better. You have uh, Beck is on there, Loser. You know, it's uh. a big song this year, and a few others that are really fun. Uh, a Tori Amos song called "God," really awesome. I've very, only heard of the very cool heard song. about that song. Never heard it. It's very cool. Hmm. Um, didn't do either of those charts. I wanted to. I decided to avoid any R and B hip hop charts too because there's just too much overlap there with what Brandon's doing. Even though he's only technically doing one chart, it's still a lot of overlap. So I went a new territory for us guys. I'm excited for this. Country? I did not do country. <gasps> Almost because there's a couple covers that were really fun. One being I swear, and then the, there was another cover. I can't. I think Faith Hill does a cover of something. It was really good. Davey, this is for you. It's hot Latin songs. Oh boy. <laughs> um. I know you're doing a bonus chart next year. I apologize if this spoils anything, but I'm doing hot Latin songs. This was my favorite extra chart that I listened to. The country stuff was just, there's so much of it and none of it really, atta- you know, it didn't Stuck connect to you. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like the country music that much. Cool. Um, and like I said, the rock <laughs> charts were brutal. Abysmal. Uh, honestly, abysmal. I really don't enjoy that music at all. Um, <laughs> so it's hot Latin songs. And I am your host, Danielle, AKA Danish. AKA, <laughs> AKA Gringo Star. Danyard. Danyard. Gringo Star. Um, <laughs> so here's the first one. Si tan solo pudiera oír tu voz. It speaks to me. Tus palabras. 
<laughs> this is Donde Quiera Que Estes by Selena. Oh, she's on this shit. And the Barrio Boys. Okay. Called. Oh. Why weren't they called the Super Barrio Brothers? <laughs> so immediately, the vibe. Fantastic. Like uh-huh. this. This is so cool. <laughs> like, this, so cool. Yeah. I want to get through up until the chorus. The chorus is really good. Um, so good. Um, Pretty modern sounding. Yeah, I know. That's why. That's yeah. why I really liked it. Um, so six weeks at number one on, on this chart. It was a big one. Um, March twenty sixth through April thirtieth. Um, English translated to wherever you are. Um, the album of the same name. Um, same name as the song by the Barrio Boys. Um, it's also on Selena's album Amor Prohibido, but only on the later release special edition, like released in like 2002 or something. Yeah. Selena's Mexican. Good album, by the way. Yeah. Selena's Mexican American, born in Texas. Barrio Boys were made up of. Hold on, really quick. Right here, right here. <laughs> I love it. It's very adult, adult contemporary yeah. kind of, yeah. Okay, I just wanted us to hear that. Um, Barrio Boys, they're made up of Colombian Americans and Americans of Puerto Rican descent, and they all grew up in New York City. Um, the lyrics explore feelings... Barrio. <laughs> the lyrics explore feelings after a breakup between first-time lovers who hope that their love will one day return. Second-time lovers. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't need to look that up. I could tell just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely needed to look that up, but yeah, great vibe. I wanted to include it. Um, let's uh, let's move uh, on. Me gusta, <laughs> me gusta, Daniel. Uh, it's actually Daniel, Daniel, aka, AKA Gringo Star. Okay. Gringo, um, me gusta Gringo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then that was for Dave. This is for Brandon. Is it Cicada? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cicada hater. Well, we're not Cicada haters. He has a similar vibe in like all of his songs. <laughs> you um, just played a song or no? No. Different one. Muy bien. Okay. This is Si Te Vas by John Cicada. Two weeks at number one. Um, August 3rd. If thir- you see. Or if you come. <laughs> uh, it's, Which um, one is it? It is... Hang on. Uh, t- from August 13th to August 20th, album of the same name, Spanish version. So this is the Spanish version of an English song that he did that also charted. Mm-hmm. He did an English version of this also called right. if, if You Go. If You Go, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. fr- from his album Heart, Soul, and a Voice. Um, another great vibe. Ah. Uh, lyrics detail a desire that a female subject not leave the singer, for if she does, there'll be something missing in his life. I just want to hear the chorus and then we'll move on. It sounds, it very, sounds similar. very similar. <laughs> you like all the gospel song. effect yeah. in the chorus? Yes. Yeah. There's a key change later that I kind of want to play too. He's, um, he's Cuban. He's Cuban, yeah. Cuban, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, let me move on. Let me the last minute of the song now. I wanted to skip ahead. Here we go. Hope I didn't pass it already. It's a big moment. 
Right here. <laughs> it's very, very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very this fun. is two years after that, so maybe he was trying to yeah. recreate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's two years later. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's do it. It's the last one. Mm. <laughs> so this is El Dia Que Me Quieras by Luis Miguel. Mm, um, see. I do, I do, my parents do listen to this guy. Very popular. Um, from his album Segundo Romance. During Romance? Um, or after? It's, so it's a cover. It's a cover of a song from 1935. Holy. Uh, um, it's music by Carlos Gardel and lyrics by Alfredo La Pera. In English, it's The Day That You Love Me. It's a heavily recorded and re recorded tango standard. It's pretty cool. Like I just, I played it because it's like you hear the like, accordion, like tango. The structure is very ta- timeless. Right. You can tell it's like, uh, sorry, ancient. I meant to say <laughs> right. ancient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ancient. It's structure. It's songcraft. I just love the vibe. That's why. Ooh, it's almost a little bit of like a. Uh, what am I thinking of? Like a musical from the 40s or something like that? Yeah. A string arrangement? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's amazing. Yeah, these, I, I listened to other, the the um, uh, Spanish and like Latin charts. Yeah. Um, they really weren't as good. That it's hot Latin songs, right. specifically. That right. chart was good. It was like there's there's a chart called Regional Mexican Airplay. Nice. Um, <laughs> it, 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 but I didn't think it, I didn't really enjoy that stuff as much. Uh-huh. Specific to Mexico, this I like a lot. <laughs> I love it. It's very Disney. esque Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like it. <laughs> Let's see if there's anything at the end of it. He rocks the house. He rocks the house. All right. Long show. (laughs) A long show, but all of them are. Brandon, you want to take this? So why don't we get into our surprising? Oh, yes. Uh, Let's do our rankings. Our uh, worst and our uh, best. Um, What order do you want to go in? I didn't. Do you have something prepared? Yep. So you go. Not, I mean, not a segment. I have the list prepared. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Brandon, you want to go second? Sure. Most surprising to go back, in case you guys forgot, we did cover the Hot 100 chart before as well. <laughs> Most surprising song uh, to hit number one, Here Comes a Hot Stepper. Kind of weird. Yeah. I, I was pretty familiar with that song, but just a shock that it got to number one. Again, it's one of those end of the year things that we talk about. Um, it's fun. I don't really understand it hitting number one, but I also don't hate it. But definitely the biggest surprise for me of the year. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. By Ini, Kam- what do we say? Kamose? Kamo- it sounds kind of um Inikam- Japanese, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Dave. I guess I gotta say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't that many songs, and they, all of them seem like bona fide hits. This one is me because it's the most left field in terms of the artist. Right. Yeah. But they're all pretty in the pockets. Right. Yeah. Okay. The worst song for me, 1994. Hate to do this to to these guys. All for love. What? Yeah. 
Brian Adams thing, Rod That's Stewart. A wild choice. Yeah. Um, I don't. Wild. It's not a song I would ever seek out to listen to ever. I I don't. I don't really. Um, I don't, I don't hate it. I, actually, you know what? I kind of like it. But if I <laughs> if I had to pick my least favorite of the yeah. year. That's it. I honestly like Here Comes Outstepper a little more than that song, personally. As weird as that sounds. Um, Brandon. All right, I'm going I'm to say Here Comes a Hot Stepper. Because That's fine. I almost picked that, too. Me, too. I don't dislike you, you two. Yeah. Because um, I don't... I, I don't dislike it really that much. I don't dislike it. Well, I was going to say, for all for love, I, love. I, I don't love or hate that song, I but I love that it exists, and I love, like, yes. the, I, the dramatic... Definitely, but I was kind of tricked by vibes, like I said before. I thought, like, I saw this lineup, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this," and I didn't. I so love that trip by vibes. Ah, it's catching yeah. steam. <laughs> <laughs> I think this song is the one that annoys me the most. I swear, is a me a notch above it. Mm-hmm. But this one, I just, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not one of those fun songs. I think it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it for me. I don't know. I don't care about it. I have no care for it. Okay. Okay. All right. I swear I don't. All right, so we'll do a top three, right? I don't want to do five. Yeah, that's nope, fine. Nope, that's um, uh, no, not, not for this year. Like ten songs. Um, okay, so number three for Danny, mm-hmm. the sign, Ace of Base. Okay, nice. Love it. Love that song. Brandon. Oh, I forgot that we're doing. Yeah, like yeah, a, right. A, a yeah. Round. Oh wait, do you have everything ready for points and stuff? Are you good? No. Okay, so we'll have to take a break. No. All right. Um, my. Oh boy, my number three. Um, I think my number three is actually going to be "Stay." I missed you, Lisa Lope. Cool. Number three for Davy, "Power of Love" by Queen Celine. <laughs> so we are completely different here so far. We're different yeah. people. All right, we're very different people. Number two for Danny. And I am making a day of switch, by the way. I prepared my list in advance. And based on conversation from earlier, I'm switching things. Uh Number two for Danny is I'll make love to you. Voice to me. Okay. Okay. My number two. I thought he shat over that. Shat all over that track. I guess not. Well, I did today. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it's too classic for me. I have too much history with that song. Roman numeral two classic. (laughs) Yeah. My number two is Power of Love. Very nice. Uh, my number two is The Sign by Ace of Base. That song cool. is so good. So is that... Never mind. I don't want to figure A lot that. of points for that song so yeah. far. A lot of points. And Stay, <laughs> Stay has the same amount of points too so far. No. Did, who we, No? One person. One person. I thought you yeah. put it in. No. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Okay. Danny's number one song mm-hmm. for 1994. The number one songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On bended knee, voice to men, hands down. It's fantastic. My number one song. On bended knee. Yeah. And boys, I'm crouching down with you. Very nice. On bended knee. Nicely done, guys. That's why we do a show together. That's why we have a podcast. You know what? Moments like this. The three of us, we're not that different <laughs> after all. <laughs> Can we play it, please. Put it on right now. Right now, please. And then we'll do a quick outro here. Uh, uh, yeah. Quick summary of the year. <laughs> the way you should have punched that up was, you know what? Maybe we are three white guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this would have been so, so perfect. Good. So, to end this year, what I'll say, not great. 
<laughs> yeah. Not but, a great year. I not th- bad. I think it's the worst of the 90s so no, far. No, I wouldn't no. say. I no? Say, no, because none of these songs are bad. Except for like one of them I don't like. But I was I didn't get super excited about any of them. It's not a thrilling year, but it's solid. I think because I didn't get ex- that excited about anything that makes it the so, worst. Okay, that's fair. Like well, no spoilers. We're going to do it. No, but so far, though. I'm just saying so far. And also, I'm sure I'll feel differently once we go through the entire decade. Yeah. But for now, I really didn't enjoy this that much. Uh, but I love this song. I love this song so much. To me, really it's, it was kind of unremarkable. But there was a few songs, like this song in particular, Power of Love. There's a lot of these songs that I know they're they're all well-known, but I don't it personally yeah, didn't I feel, listen to them a yeah. lot. I feel good about this. Yeah. Okay. It was it was a fun to listen back to these songs. All for love. I forgot about that one a little bit. Yeah. Power yeah. of love. Sign. So yeah. Love right. the, I loved the other charts. Uh, my dance one. I, lo- I loved Brandon's Janet. Dave. I love my chart. I love my chart. <laughs> I love my chart as well. Uh, <laughs> now uh, I wonder how many years we've now had the same number one. Maybe three. You mean in the entire board bills? Yeah. Let's look it up. I don't know. Off the air. Look it up off the air. All right, let's get out of here. Best best non-Hot 100 track left to buy Love Katie Line. Oh, yeah. I love that song. (laughs) Oh, Better than anything on the charts. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This is Little Buddy, Dave. This is um, presenter Danny before Dan E. was here, and then also um, Gringo Star was here before, too. This is presenter Bran on Branded Knee. Good. (laughs) Nice. Peace. Violence.